What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers. We're just right there. All right, let's just try to get this as soon done as soon as possible. Then we'll stop asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we'll probably ask for 300, but we will stop asking for 200. That's for sure. Yeah, well, 300 is a while away. 200, we're so close. That's yeah, why we're that's asking. why. Uh, also, just follow our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, mainly because uh, clips will be on there again. We will try to film some challenges this week and try to drop them out. The blind rankings, draft videos, uh, I don't know, name some certain certain things. Just all the, the fun all stuff. that fun stuff back. Yeah. Uh, help us get to two hundred uh, on Instagram, especially. And then audio, download, five star, checked out the YouTube as well. So like, you can subscribe. Yeah, but yeah. Thank you for the audio supporters out there, and. Uh, I should, check yeah. on, I should check the numbers for that soon. <laughs> but, but yeah. It's been a while since I checked too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, shout out to the audio. Shout out to Brussels. Brussels, subscribe. So, you know, get our Belgium analytics up for that. <laughs> but, uh, all right, without further ado, let's just get right into it. Not much compared to last time, that's for sure. But still, we're covering all five sports. Heads up. NFL, all the, uh, NFL, MLB, NHL, soccer in general, and the NBA. Very, some of them very quick, but let's just get with the NFL. Thursday Night Football. Let's just start off with a recap. Let's just start with Thursday Night Football very quickly before we get into the Sunday Nighter, which was the big game. So my biggest question mark was how Will Levis is going to look against an elite defense, which the Steelers do have. Yeah. And he looked pretty good, in my opinion. Like, he played pretty well. Um, obviously, he didn't get the win. Um, Steelers edged out the win, like how they always do in the season. And uh, their defense made enough plays for their offense to uh, capitalize. And then Deontay Johnson played well. George Pickens did not, <laughs> and uh, Kenny Pickett did enough, I guess, with Matt Kanda, whose first time ever was on the field calling plays. Oh, actually? Yeah, first time ever. So, I guess fun, that might help. Fun fact, CJ Stroud has more touchdowns. We'll get to CJ Stroud in a second. Uh, but fun fact, he has more touchdowns passes than Kenny Pickett in 13 fewer games already. Like career? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. But then again, to be fair, Kenny Pickett didn't start right away but yeah, same but at the same time CJ yeah, Stroud's yeah, like yeah. 9 games in or 8 games in whatever it is right now but uh, yeah no Will Davis was fine 262 yards 22 over 39 threw a bad pick late but it was late yeah at uh, the end of the day like you have to force, you have to force it right like you have to get something Uh, yeah no like, there's not nothing much to say the Steelers are somehow like I said they're gonna find a way to be 500 and that's what, exactly yeah. what they're doing um and like with tiebreakers and stuff, they're what they don't even last in the division because everybody's a they're five not, and yeah. three, and the Ravens are six Ravens, and two. Yeah. So, speaking of the five and three teams, Cincinnati Bengals uh, Sunday Night Football beat the Buffalo Bills, and they're coming around. And uh, the other key thing with that is they're last in their division, but in our power ranking. Well, your power ranking last week, you guys will find out after Monday Night Football, which I don't think will affect our power rankings to be honest. Uh, will be what you call it? They're hitting your top five, but last they're, in they're last place in division. Yeah. Are they in a playoff spot? Let me just check that quickly. But you could thoughts on your, the game. Yeah, first. from Bengals, I don't think they're coming around. I think they're already back. Yeah, in they're in opinion. a wild card. There's a third wild card right? too. Like, you know, how, there's, there people are saying Bengals are coming around. I don't think they're coming around because I think they're already back. Yeah. And uh, the bye week helps with Joe Burrow's health, obviously. But no, they're playing good football. Joe Burrow had 300 yards. Uh, to be fair to the Bills, they were decently fine offensively he just made a couple mistakes which is Dalton Kikade fumble a Josh Allen interception in the first half uh, I think in the second quarter but yeah no if you're looking at Bengals T Higgins finally played good yeah which is a big you know big boost to their offense obviously Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase but another thing was 
that caught a lot of people off their little bit guard, especially the commentators as well, was that tight end production, right? All three, I think Irv Smith Jr., uh, Drew Sample, and I think there was one more. Forgot his name already, but they they had a good product, uh, very good production. I think they had like ten receptions uh, between the three, a touchdown. So people were saying the Bengals should have gone for a tight end in the deadline. Tanner Hudson. Tanner Hudson, yeah. People yeah, s- uh, between them, yeah, Tanner Hudson four for forty five yards, uh, Sample three for thirty yards, and Smith two, three for twenty six yards. Uh, the touchdowns were the tight ends, not Hudson, but the other two got it. And uh, yeah, um, the thoughts on the Bengals. Thoughts on the Bengals, yeah, they're finally, they're um, they're definitely now, this is the team we expected. L- Obviously, last year they had a slow start, but they figured it out by week three. This one, they figured it out by what, weeks? I would say last week. Week six. Week six. Say, yeah. some, uh, some of the wins are like Arizona's. So you could take it by a grain of salt, right? Um, but yeah, I think uh, even though they're last in the division, I still won't be surprised if they somehow finish behind. Cleveland. I'll be surprised if they finish behind behind Pittsburgh because Cleveland, uh, in general, their defense is insane. And the big question mark there is Deshaun Watson. So we'll see how his injury plays out mainly. But uh, my question about the Bills, you know how we always say like there's always time to turn things around in their person's career. Like, is this who he is, right? So for example, the Jays last year, the last season was like we're all hoping for a turnaround in the offense, but it was like for that year, it was like that's who they are for the year. Is Josh Allen at this point we officially can consider the turnovers? There will at least be one by him, and that's who he is now. Yeah, it's been a long enough sample size too. That's I mean, there's good and there's the bad, right? Yeah. And then with Josh Allen, that's what that's what his story of his, especially this season is for sure. Because like, well, I think his ninth interception thrown. In well, nine last weeks. year too he led. So yeah, last year too he led, but yeah, I think he just. I don't know. I think he played well today. I'm really honest with you. Obviously, he struggled in the first half. But, like, in the second half, they moved it well, in my opinion. He didn't throw a pick in the second half. It was a Dalton Kincaid fumble, which kind of ruined things for him. I I just don't know because, like, it's just so, like, up and down for him. Like, we don't know what Josh Allen we're going to get. And, obviously, most of the time, I think you could agree with this. Most of the time, we get, or most of the game, we get a good Josh Allen. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not like... Josh Allen's playing bad is that Josh Allen's making one or two mistakes. The five and four record is weird, right? Like their losses against Week One Jets, kind of an excuse. That was on Josh Allen, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Jaguars, I get, I get it. You traveled, but still, like that's a game you should win. Not saying the Jaguars are easy. I'm but saying that the, they're the favorites. To be fair, we don't. Sometimes we don't give Buffalo a little bit of slack because their defense is beat up, bro. Yeah, their Matt Milano's injured. The guy who replaced Matt Milano got injured today. Yeah. In the Bernard. Matt, okay, Matt Milano side. Their corner. Their secondary is like the same conversation we have with Kawhi and AD. At this point, they're injury prone, right? Like, yeah, I, we can't control it. Like, I'm, I, I've always said that, like, with injuries, um, yeah, you have to take it to a certain extent. But, like, with those guys, it's the same thing as Kawhi and AD and PG and all these guys, right? In basketball, um, in ho- uh, whatever sport, like, um, um, in football, there's a guy too. I forget who it is. Um, but yeah, um, they, it's part of it now at this point. Like it's been year after year. So either their safety's injured or their corners injured. Yeah, for the year. last couple of years today. And now, Ma- now throw in Matt Milano, right? So, but um, yeah, like in their loss, like the Patriots, right? The Bengals, like their big win. Their only big win was the Dolphins. Realistically, right? Like against a good team. Against a good team, because the Raiders, we already knew what a mess Josh McDaniels was. 
Commanders. They're up and down. They're yeah, but like compared to the most they, of the time, they down. destroyed them. Most of the time down. Dolphins was their only big win. They lose to the Jags. They barely beat the Giants. They lose to the Pats. They barely beat the Bucks, and now they lost to a Bengal. So they only had one definitive win, and that honestly speaks more about the Dolphins because um, we will talk about Miami in a second as well because Miami doesn't have any uh, winning record wins against the like, teams against winning records yeah, as yeah. well, right? So at this point, yeah, like uh, Josh, we'll get the good with Josh Allen, but we'll get one bad with Josh Allen, and you're right. And he's your leading rusher again. And we talked, Nick Shook, you talked there's, you talked about it with Nick Shook when he was yeah, on. There's issues around him too, right? He's not the issue. Yeah. Like, the run game is an issue. The O-line is an issue. Because for the run game. And he's game. running for his life. He has a beat-up shoulder. Yeah. Right? Last year hindered him, and is hindering him a little bit this year, right? So, if you look at all that facts, right? Like, at the end of the day, the person to blame, like, if you're going to pick one person, it's going to be Josh Allen. He's a quarterback. He's a leader. Yeah. And he has to take the blame, Right? But at, the, but at the same time, he's not getting enough help from his run game and his O-line to, at, you know, at this point, produce at the high level. At this point, you probably got to get rid of get rid of a new get rid, get a new O-line coach because look at Indy when they got a new O-line coach, it's a similar O-line, right? And um, yeah, um, we'll cop that there pretty much. But the concerning though, five and four record at this point is not what you expect to be five hundred. And I I understand they have a tough division and they're playing tough teams in the AFC, but we expect. I expect them to be in the Super Bowl, right? You expect them to be probably in the AFC Championship game, maybe playoffs. Playoff for sure. Yeah. Like right now, they're out. They're out. They're yeah, out of the playoff spot, right? Because right? yeah. like the the teams like I mentioned are like Cleveland's ahead of them. Um, my Cincy. Uh, Cincy is ahead of them, and who the top wild card spot is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's literally the AFC North. And the rest of the division I, do, I still do believe they'll make the playoffs. Oh, for sure. But I, they, they got to figure certain things out, though. I don't yeah. know how much is on Ken Dorsey or what the case is. But yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, let's, like I mentioned Miami. So let's go to the Frankfurt game. First ever NFL game held in Frankfurt. I caught about this last quarter of this game because I ain't getting up at 630 after the I week. Caught, we, I got the after the half. week we had. <laughs> I caught the second half. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, 21-14 Chiefs. 21 nothing up Chiefs, though. So this isn't like it was an easy game for the Chiefs. But um, Tyreek Hill, first time playing his team, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, first time playing his and team. And he fumbled. <laughs> Key fumble. Yeah, Pretty much that was the game. difference maker. Yeah. And um, yeah, 20, uh, 21-14, Miami be- beat up on all the good teams. Sorry, bad teams and lost to all the good teams they've played. So it was basically the game went like Casey was good first half. Miami was good second half offensively. Defensively, yeah. Casey, honestly, like because... Spag the, was cooking. Spag is... Like um, I heard the, or I forgot Teddy Bruschi when they were doing the morning. Oh, football. NFL countdown. Yeah, NFL yeah, countdown. Only ESPN. Um, there's like I don't even think about this either, that the Chiefs fans should be worried about what's gonna happen to Spags. Yeah. Head coaching job. But the fact that you never got any, I don't know if you got any interviews. He he's been a head coach before. Yeah, yeah I'm but, saying. Yeah, honestly, the way the Chiefs defense is cooking right now, it's definitely the better unit, the best unit on his team. Right. Um, offensively, they haven't been the best. Obviously, reason why is the Miami Dolphins took Travis Kelsey completely out of the game. And after that, there's no one. That's the classic Vic Fangio defense you were looking at. Travis Kelsey, um, to pass Tony Gonzalez, he passed Tony Gonzalez on the Chiefs all-time receiving yards. And he only had 14 yards today. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> we were all, <laughs> the whole Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, <laughs> the two games two she wasn't games. there and he didn't ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's also the game planning. But Mahomes again won eighty five. 
yards. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's. Tra- I, I'm not saying travel is a thing because both teams had it, but of, it's not like two performed well Mahomes, either. Mahomes, like looking by the numbers, it was a lot of like a uh, short complete. He didn't take many deep shots. Yeah. Right. And uh, again, Chiefs, you guys should have gotten a receiver, like, man. Looking at looking at like what they did in the second half, I was like, this team usually finds a way to like you know kill the game off. Yeah. And they did not do that. They genuinely allowed Miami to like try to win this game. But, yeah, like, like Trent McDuffie had a game, and then yeah, but yeah, the Chiefs. I don't know, man. This NFL season's been on drugs. That's like every week we say something, something changes, right? Like exactly, the Bills are right, not gonna yeah. be in our top five rankings this week. Right, yeah, we'll just like disclose that right now. right now. I think they play the Jets and watch them like pop off against next, yeah. the Jets next week. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I do want to talk about. Oh, we have. A, we'll talk about that in a second. But the one game I do want to bring up before we talk about Philly, Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs. Honestly, like we wrote him off this year. They were zero and three to start. The, you're talking about the Vikings. I'm talking about Josh, Josh oh. Dobbs in general. I was like, yo, this guy's not going to win a game for the Cardinals. One, he won one a game. game. Been in competitive in almost every game for the Cardinals. At least on the first half. Exactly. And then gets traded to the Vikings, right, on a Tuesday. And then Jaron Hall starter gets injured. He, I think, he didn't do any practice reps no. at all this week. He was practicing cadences right before the thing. He said he didn't even know the players' names really. Yeah, yeah. A couple of them by the first name, I think it was um, uh, Madison, is his name? Alexander Madison. Yeah, him yeah. and then one other guy because uh, KG Osborne got hurt, right? Yeah. And then um, there was, uh, what was the other thing? Yeah, they were like helping him with the plays because like the wording and everything is yeah, not yeah. there. So like the coach, Kevin O'Connell and whatever, they were just telling him this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it was just like playing like how we play street football, just get the ball and run and find just the spot. Just do something, And right? then Make just use your legs. If you, hey, good thing is he could run. He wasn't Phillip Rivers. Yeah, That's the big thing, yeah. right? Like, then he would have been screwed because he got a ru- ru- uh, rushing touchdown and then he got a rushing yards to extend plays. And then, it's I mean, hey, sometimes the best thing might be for one week only, though, one week, is just run around and figure something out and just throw the ball. <laughs> and also, it's Alana, Alana, Alana ing up Disappointing. Again. Alana might be my disappointing team because of this. Of this week, but, yeah, yeah, but... No, no, Joshua Dobbs, give credit where his credit due. He's been playing pretty well, like, compared to, like, what situations he's been in. Obviously, I think three, started for three teams in, like, since week 15 or week yeah. 16 because Titans, he started Titans, Jaguars, winning and in. This is his game. fifth NFL yeah. team since that week. No. That's what the, the stat. Fifth from that week? Yeah. I'm not saying he played on them. So, like, practice squad probably Stuff like that, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like his fifth NFL team. But third third start against three, diff- for three yeah. different teams. Well, um, third game playing, yeah. All right, let's get to the big game. We have a couple of games before you get to the Colts, because we have to. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. Thriller. Probably game of the week. Definitely was Amer- yeah. America's <laughs> game of the night. I don't think it still passes Chargers versus Dolphins, Dolphins from week one. Yeah. But... Um, Eagles found a way to get it done. They obviously Jalen Hurts got hurt for a little bit, and he was like hobbled. I'm not yeah, saying he, yeah. he missed anything. He didn't miss any reps. But um, Dak had a game though. You got to give Dak. Well. You got to give Dak. Dak pop. played really well. Three yeah. touchdown passes, right? Um, well, obviously though, the late unlucky with his uh, two point conversion, he stepped out of bounds, and right before that was like the fourth down stop at the goal line where the yeah. tight end. Was, I forget his inches. name. Inches. It was inches. Not even a yard. It was inches. Yeah. Uh, Schoonmaker was it? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was. it was Schoonmaker, yeah. And, uh, or Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker. But, I don't know how you pronounce <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's Schoonmaker. Um, but yeah, like he was just down right at the goal line. So fourth turned. 
Yeah, Eagles are again. Like I'm kind of convinced now because they beat the good teams, but like they haven't been like the Eagles from last year. And part of that is because uh, yeah, we have Shane Steichen, boys. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, but they get this was an in Philadelphia, so they were expected to win anyways. But Dallas, I don't know. Like I, I still don't know what to expect on this team. I mean, it was a good game, right? Like, yeah. You can't really say that, like, you know, they were out of it, right? You can't say it was, like, the, the thing, Niners performance. The, also, the thing was this. We had, we were also recording a guest video coming out this weekend. So, we kind of missed the ending of the morning games and the beginning of the afternoon games, yeah. right? So, but, like, looking back at it, looking at that game, Eagles didn't close it out. That's what no, the key they thing didn't. was. They, they didn't genuinely know. allowed Dallas to like... And then and then on the final drive... Let's talk about this. The yeah. final drive, two bad penalties. Uh, yeah, Brad, that was... Yeah, that's where... Brad the, pan, uh, the Bradbury penalty, then he gets hurt. Slay gets hurt. And then they got Jaylen two big... Carter roughing the passer. Yeah, they got two big, three big plays off penalties. They went from literally their own, what, 15, 10, 15 to like... To the... Uh, their The 10. Philly, like... I know, 40 and then ended up the 10. But then Dallas... Doing Dallas things, gave it back to them. Yeah, right. There was a delay. The Eagles were finding ways to lose that game, and then Dallas found a way yeah. to lose it themselves by yeah, taking because after that, getting sacked. Once they got down there, they were at the six, I believe. Delay of game, sacked, sacked, then two attempts at the end zone, which obviously failed. Uh, their last play, honestly, could have worked if they just had like a, a nice little hook and ladder because I think CD Lamb caught caught it like what three yards short. Yeah, and if they had some, if they had someone behind them, been perfect. That, bad I don't know if that was the place where he underthrew it on accident. What the case? No, was. I think like because. I mean, it's not under throw because the right the route concept was from him yeah. cutting, right? So I thought I, for me, I'm like, okay, it's the last play of the game. You have to get it in the end zone and see what happens. I mean, sometimes that's just me, my thinking. But like, if I'm not a football guy, clearly. Yeah, no, but like, if you think about it, everyone's going in the end zone. Yeah, the guy in front of him. If you're like, but then there's like five guys in front of him. So that's where the hook and ladder. Yeah, yeah ladder clearly someone did not hook yeah. around. So, that, but but the play was that like honestly, it could have worked. Like at the end of the day, like you know, that's just like good play recognition from the Chiefs defense to make the tackle, right? And yeah. good tackling as well. Because CD Lamb could have easily got that in Enzo at the same time, if you're looking at that perspective as well. Yeah, so like, obviously, it's still the Eagles division right now, especially with the Niners are performing. And uh, You mean conference? Conference, or, and the division, but conference. Cowboys, right now, the way the Niners are looking, and again, I'm not, I think the Lions are going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make noise in the playoffs. Now, I could be dead wrong about this, but... Like, let's be real. The Lions are like we expected them to do this in the division, and but hey, to be honest, the way Minnesota is kind of playing without Justin Jefferson uh, could make some noise now, right? Um, it's still Lions to lose. It's still the Lions to lose. But and Lions could honestly. Lions are still like the fourth or fifth team in this conference, right? Fourth or fifth. You could put, you could put them the same uh, fourth, tier. Yeah, fourth. You could put them the same fourth. tier as uh, Seattle. Fourth, fourth. Seattle did beat them, so that's what I'm saying. Is they're fourth or fifth? They're fourth. They're fourth. Because we already know the three ahead of them. They're fourth or fifth. Yeah, they're fourth. It's a debate. Fourth or fifth? I have them fourth. I'm saying it's a debate because Seattle I have them fourth too. Because Seattle was atrocious today. Yes, but Seattle did beat them earlier. And then Seattle mm-hmm. lost to. So let's go there. Seattle, Seattle's not convincing. Seattle was uh, they're not convincing at all. Seattle, same guys. I'm saying they're fourth. And the Seattle game and the line. Seattle, yes, Seattle won. Found a way to win. Is because the Lions lost that game themselves. The, the yeah. Way that, the way the Lions been Hey, playing, they lost the game themselves. That's on them. So yeah, that's I know, why I'm okay, saying yeah, fourth no, and fifth. But, but I'm not giving the edge to Seattle here just because the way that Lions have been playing and they've been winning games, right, compared to like Seattle where they're edging, just edging out wins, right, against the quarterbackless Cleveland Browns. They edged out a win. Um, got whooped by the Ravens. They're, so I don't know what to say about Seattle. Like they're up and down for me. I'm not saying they're like, you know, they're bad. 
Like they're still a playoff team, but I'm I'm giving the edge to the Lions for that fourth best team right now. All right. So mentioning that game, Seattle was obviously division leaders for a week, and then San Francisco did not play, and now they're second because of the loss. How much are you believing this new Ravens team, new offensive coordinator, the Georgia guy, Georgia OC? I mean, they're doing something, right? Like, um, I think this is probably the healthiest they've been, even though they did lose their running back to an Achilles injury, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. But, I mean, they're finding a way to put up points, right? Like, they put up points against the Lions as well. They put up, by, they put up, points, against, they put up points against Seattle. Obviously, they beat Arizona the week prior. And uh, yeah, Lamar's playing well. They're um, they they have wide receiver help. Zay Flowers, Odell, is gonna help. And obviously, you have Mark Andrews. The weapons are there. Like yeah, like honestly, genuinely, if they, the Ravens suck this year, I was blaming Lamar. And right now, Lamar is probably back to MVP favorite. <laughs> and he's knows? he's backing himself, right? Like yeah. he, he genuinely needed help, and he finally got some help. And now this team is looking really good offensively. And defensively, we already know what they are. Yeah. Absolute I mean, stellar. It doesn't help that their loss against us. It doesn't help them the record-wise. Because their two losses were kind of bad. Even the Steelers' loss. They were bad, it yeah. wasn't the gr- they, were, they were up in that game, I think. The Steelers won completely on Lamar. Yeah. This, the Colts one was like, you could also say injuries just because a lot of people were out. But at the end of the day, like, the way the game went. Like, yeah, but like their wins, right? They... They beat the Bengals. Doesn't matter how. It's still the Bengals. I understand. They were, they were they, Joe Burrow was playing. Yeah. Right. Um. They destroyed the Browns. They beat the Titans. Who were decent still. They destroyed the Lions. And they just so the good teams. They destroyed the bad teams. They either lost or they barely beat. For example, the Cardinals. They yeah, barely right? beat the Cardinals, but they destroyed the Seahawks this week. Yeah. And they're playing the Browns next again. At this this time at home. So, yeah, like. They're for real. Like I, I think I have to put them in Super Bowl contender. Now at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they've been the most. I guess. I don't know. I can't even say they've been the best AFC team because it's hard to like, like you said, it's been like a lot of up and down, a lot of parody, a lot of. NFL but they beat being the drugs. good teams. That's but the they thing. do beat. The, yeah, the way the. They're the opposite of the Dolphins. Exactly. Yeah. No. They're the opposite of the Dolphins, and I would rather take the wins against the good teams than barely beating the good teams type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Than losing against the bad teams because like. At the end of the day, the teams are going to be playing, or the teams need probably be playing in the playoffs or coming down to the wire against, right? Now, that being said, they're playing to the, the teams, uh, the, they're playing to the um, team's level, essentially. Exactly. Kind of like how the Eagles started the year off. Yeah, yeah. So the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Jaguars should be the three teams to get that one seed. It should be bet- down between those three. Uh, the Chiefs and Jaguars do play each other, I believe. I think they still have to play each other. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what goes from how it goes from there. But yeah, no, like this Ravens team is really good right now, and uh, Todd Munkin from Georgia killing it, and uh, Lamar is killing it, and uh, there's definitely to be excited about offensively for sure, and then defensively, their the, their biggest thing is injuries, right? They're like the Buffalo Bills, sometimes uh, on the defensive side especially, where they're always getting injured. But I feel like this has been the healthiest they've been all year, healthiest year they had in the last few years, and they're definitely showing that. Okay, I was going to say, well, I said two more teams. So I, now it's two more teams because I kind of looked at this. We have to talk about the Raiders. First game without Josh McDaniels. These guys are these guys destroyed the Giants. Now, uh, get well soon, Daniel Jones. It is looking like it's a torn ACL, which yeah, sucks. sucks. Um, yes, I'm not going to talk about his struggles or anything. 
It's just that the guy's health matters first, and I was hoping he could prove it now that he was the number one guy again. Unfortunately, not the case. The way, if, like, you could tell was something must because he took the snap, and then just, like, as soon as he planted it, yeah, it, it just collapsed. It's not, it's not and his injury good. was neck, right, before, so it wasn't before, even like yeah, it was yeah. coming back. So it wasn't anything. Yeah, so it, it sucks. Um, hey. You probably got to write them season off now. They're done. They're yeah, finished. they're literally done. Because Tyrod's on the IR, and, and Darren play, Waller's on the Dallas IR. Dallas next week yeah. as well. So. yeah. Yeah, um, they're done. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're finished. I, everything I said now is gone. Yeah, you that was that was. <laughs> but uh, Bob, no, no, the they story, definitely disappointed you. <laughs> yeah, the biggest story is the Vegas Raiders here, and uh, we had so there's a story that came out. What's his name? Antonio Peters, the Pierce, 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 Pierce. Antonio yeah, Pierce. I think. Um, so he was on the Giants roster when they won the Super Bowl in 07. That yeah, beat the undefeated Patriots. Did you see the story or no? Honestly, the story. So apparently. Yeah. When the the players were giving it to Josh McDaniels too, like it was done, yeah, and uh, he let Antonio talk, and Antonio was mentioning how like, look, we we went up against like the best team ever, and we beat them, and obviously Josh McDaniels was part of that team, yeah. So yeah. he got pissed off at him, like, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that again. At that point, shit was going downhill. Rightfully fired, yeah, and, yeah. Um, hey, as I mentioned, like I said, the Colts. Thank God you backed out of that. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. But um. Uh, Start my boy Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> um, obviously, I think he played well. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't throw for any touchdowns. That's where Josh Jacobs comes in, where he yeah. played well, finally. It's not like Adams did much. He had 34 Adams receptions. It was, it was a Josh, it was a 34, Josh, not receptions, yards. It was a Josh Jacobs game. Yeah. Um, did you start him, or did you get rid of him? Oh, he's on my bench. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, obviously, it's the Giants, and we know what the Giants are like now. Obviously, they lost Leonard Williams, so... We'll see who the hell. Uh, let's see if this is not just another Jeff Saturday moment, and uh, yeah, we'll see, see what how happens. It is. Yeah, or is this a Versace moment? I know, you know, keep starting Aiden O'Connell. Um, try to they're four and five still. Yeah, we'll so see what happens. They have there. a punch. They're in right there. But Jimmy G's not. Jimmy G's not the answer. Yeah, right? like, clearly, like he's one of the leaders in reception. Uh, interception. It was funny because they cut, when they did this, uh, Jimmy G was obviously demoted. And they wished him a happy birthday the next day. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. All right, last team before we get to the Colts very quickly. We got to talk about this, man. Offensive Rookie of the Year is locked. It's locked. Well, he might be the rookie of the decade. Yeah. The way he's playing right now. Finally, Ohio State quarterback is killing it. CJ Stroud is that guy. Yeah. Right? To the point where, like, not even half a season, barely half a season in, people are already, people are already looking at the Panthers for making the wrong pick. 470 yards, five touchdown passes, zero picks, 30 for 42. This is what I was expecting, not to this extent, that I'm like, I, their weapons are underrated weapons at the end of the day, right? Uh, obviously, you got Collins, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz, and John Mechie coming back. You have uh, Stephen Singletary and uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods, but yeah. I, think, I don't think he played because he didn't have any receptions. I mean, okay, so this fair. is why I had them ahead of Indy. For that reason, and the weapons wise, I don't know. I had it. Similar. I had it for that reason. Like on paper, it was very similar. Like, yeah, but I like I, I just gave the edge to them. I gave, I gave the, the edge to Indy. Just I gave Pittman. the edge to Houston for this reason. I gave the edge to Pitt, Pittman. That's I gave I mean. the edge to Houston because of that this reason, and they're kind of proving me right at this point. But now it helps that CJ starts balling to a next level, <laughs> and uh, it helps when you and then our quarterback the is uh, Garner Minshew. So exactly, it does help when like you know. They have their quarterback, yeah. and they don't, and they're getting but, the ball. Dude, but no, just a CJ Stroud right here. Um, dude's killing it. Who's the last rookie to do this? Andrew Luck. Maybe, yeah. RG three and Andrew Luck had a great one yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think afterwards. Joe Burrow, when I mean, he got hurt, 
Joe Burrow got he lost sock because I was Urban Meyer. Herbert. Justin Herbert did. Probably he had a good rookie year himself, and then yeah, I was like Herbert. Then like before that was probably Luck, but yeah, yeah, because Golf had a shit first year. Do we at what if CJ Stroud? They're four and four. If he managed to take some take him to the playoffs, is he the MVP? No, I probably wouldn't go that far. Yeah. If, if I the, wouldn't go that far if, yet, if, but if the Houston Texans make the playoffs because of CJ, you'll get Stroud, MVP votes for sure. I'm giving my MVP vote to CJ Stroud. Like full on, he's MVP for you. <laughs> like yeah, like the team that's. I don't know how won. I don't know how updated this is, but his passing yards are 1800 right now. I don't know if again. I'm not sure how updated if this it's updated, is. Updated, yeah. Because uh, two was a 2400. Yeah. Right. Because I like, still give edge to the guys ahead of him. In this, but we don't know who. The, like, there's no clear cut winner right now, right? Like, there's genuine question mark that to the fact that Joe Burrow could win it after being so bad in the beginning. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I he's not gonna win the division. I'm gonna say that much. Yeah, division's too far. So out, I don't think he's gonna get it. Cause but but to be fair, Jaguars will have a couple tough games coming, and the Texans already beat the Jaguars once. Hey, if we have Nick if the Shuck Texans, if the Texans sweep the Jaguars, they might have a chance. If we get Nick Shuck again somehow. Or not something We might actually get him I, uh, yeah. like, You could ask him then Let's see what he thinks like, But I think he Obviously could, He deserves consideration For votes But I don't think He'll get it yeah, I don't think He'll I'm get saying, it I'm saying If they make the playoffs Because I'm not I, saying, I'm not saying like, I'm genuinely saying like, That's the big F Because you could Still give it to Hurts You could still give it To Lamar You could still give it To now Burroughs In the mix Mahomes is up and down, right? I wonder what Nick Shook thinks about his Mahomes pick now. <laughs> but at the time, yeah. uh, like Josh Allen is random. It's random, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It's going to be random because like Brock Purdy fell off too, right? So, yeah, um, dude, like I genuinely don't know what quarterback went like this extreme in their rookie year, especially a top pick mainly. Like, no one thought Justin Herbert was going to be this either. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. But Justin Herbert obviously popped off. Um, I'm trying to think who was after Tila struggled. Kyler was decent, but there's his no one. Team it was, was Herbert bad. and Luck. Yeah, that's like and RG three to this level. But like, like, Her, level. like Luck took the look. Luck yeah. took the team to the playoffs. Yeah. As well. So honestly, you're like with a how genuine? There's a genuine question mark for MVP. If the Houston Texans are in the playoffs, obviously huge credit goes to Demico Ryan's. Oh, he gets head coach of the year. He should get head coach cool. of the year, and then uh, CJ Stroud, honestly, could be should be in my opinion top three in MVP. Yeah, depends. Like we we have to see how the others play too. Exactly. I, I I'm saying it's a you're big saying top if. three. Like if he makes, I'm the playoffs. saying it's a big if, right? Yeah. No, but you're saying if he makes the playoffs, if Does, they make even the playoffs, if, even, so even after yeah. the seventh seed, you're right. Like they just squeak in. You're gonna give him top three for sure. Yeah, but he's gonna have to play like no. Play I, like yeah, this. assuming yeah. he plays play like this. Assuming like every he's week. this is his trajectory still. Yeah. I'm not saying he's okay. If he's playing like today, that's a different story. Or like I'm a little saying, bit less. I'm just saying like his trajectory. What we that's my bold prediction. His average of what he's done so far. It's your bold prediction, but I'm saying if they're a seventh seed, they're he ain't getting top three. I'll tell you that right now. It's still gonna be the the guys ahead of him for that for yeah, sure. We'll see for MVP because it's a whole we'll league see. thing. It's a whole league thing. Yeah. He ain't gonna get top three. He's definitely locked for rookie of the year, unless he gets God forbid, knock on wood, he gets injured or anything, right? Um, he ain't yeah. getting top. He ain't getting a top of, three. He, the only way he yeah, gets okay. the only way he gets no no shut up shut up. The only way he gets it is if he wins the division. Don't tell me shut up because the, the only way, way he playing, gets it if he no, wins the division. Nah, if he makes the playoff, he, he should be in the What guy will win? Like, what guy's gonna be top three MVP for that? Huh? A guy that's supposed to take a projected four and third. They don't do that Texas though. They ain't gonna look at that, right? And make the playoffs because of him. That's my projection. I'm not I, saying I'm not saying it's gonna happen. 
And I'm not saying You're saying that That's what you wish will happen But I'm saying that ain't gonna happen Yeah So like let me do my bull prediction Okay that's your bull prediction Yeah How much do you believe in that though Let's just Let's just I hypothetically I, I believe in Stroud's ability I don't no, believe hypo- I don't believe in the team Making the playoffs No hypothetically Let's say everything you said is right And your bull prediction is top three Now when the actual voting And the results come out Do you believe he'll be top three Is my question to you Let's just say they squeak into the playoffs as a seventh seed. I'm going to say that because I'm still giving Jacksonville the edge for the division. Yeah, okay. It's your bold prediction. That's what you want to happen. I agree with you on that aspect. I'm not disagreeing with you your argument. In my, in my I'm not disagreeing. Let me finish. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you on your argument of coming. He should be top three. I 100% agree with you that. I'm saying the actual result, he won't be top three. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You're looking at actuality, bro. What? Like obviously, You're like, dreaming. I'm not dreaming. <laughs> right? I'm looking at like, I'm looking at the game, right? Because at the end of it, the NFL have their script writers for awards, right? <laughs> they have their biased picks because it's true. If if CJ Stroud pulls this off, do you? If he like, wins the division, I hundred percent agree no, no. with it. He'll but be like, top do three. You, like, gen, do you genuinely think like he should be in, like in the? Oh yeah, I agree with like, that. Yeah, that's what I'm he trying to say. He should be in consideration. I still might not like, have him top three personally. We'll like see top three. because I gotta see how Joe Burrow does, and I still gotta see. Yeah, Joe, okay. But if Joe Burrow is like, doing what is Joe? Yeah. But if Joe Burrow, okay, let's just say this. Let's say Jalen Hurts is on the same trajectory going up. Joe Burrow's in the same trajectory going up. And there's another guy going in the same trajectory up. CJ Stroud will automatically but fall that's down. Also, that's He'll also, automatically that's also go, reason, Lamar Jackson, sorry. That's also the reason so, yeah. why I'm making the poor prediction because it's been so fucked up of a season yeah. that like, we, we can't even project them going up. Fair. That's the thing. That's and, why I'm making the... If it was like last year where like Mahomes was locked, I wasn't going to say that shit. Yeah. But this year, there's no one at lock. Yeah, no. That's what I'm trying to make, the point here as well. No, I right? get it. Because I agree with you with your argument. I just don't think it will happen. Yeah, because that's like point. some bullshit script writers there. <laughs> that, that, that's why I just happen. think that they're going to give it to like a Lam- they, They're going to give it to a Lamar. They're going to give it to a Hurts. Okay, that's like winning. But like, I'm talking about top three. Even in the top three, I think it's going to yeah. be Hurts, Lamar, and uh, no, that, that, Mahomes somehow bullshit. will find his way. Because if, if he managed to pull this off, he should be in the top three. I don't give a shit. Even if the other guys are doing going on the come up and they're ahead of him in all stats well that's but I just explained to you why I'm saying it because no but but you're saying that he should be top three even if the other guys are go in the same that's a different up. story that I'm saying that I'm yeah. expecting the other guys to do the same thing we, we, we can't even expect that <laughs> yeah but we can't, the same thing with CJ though so I mean honestly to be fair I think CJ Stroud might be the most consistent to his ability like if you look at everyone's potential like Mahomes to his potential hasn't been consistent at all yeah right same with Josh Allen if you're looking at CJ Stroud's potential he, I think he's been more consistent. Would you put him guys. ahead of Goff? Let's just say Goff is Goff is doing exactly what he's doing for the end of the year. Because you're yeah. you're you're in the words that like Goff should win MVP. He could be MVP this year too. I don't see anyone could win MVP this yeah. year. Right? So no, I, I okay to my okay to before we stop just, start arguing again. Yeah, and I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I just think that like if the other guys just to conclude this right here before we get to the Colts, if I feel like. If the other guys are on the going up, how Lamar performed today, for example, he's gonna be in the top three ahead of him. If this is the Joe Burrow we're gonna get, and you genuinely believe that, because you literally have him as your MVP pick last before the season, yeah. and how he's performing like it, he's gonna be ahead of CJ Stroud. Now, assuming CJ Stroud is not finishing winning the division, that's my caveat there. If he somehow gets his way to win the division, give him the MVP. Okay, Lamar, if he wins the okay. division, he gets the MVP for me. Lamar, I agree with Joe Burrow. I don't just because Joe Burrow's. Right now, like Joe, Raven, it's a Ravens division right now, right? So you're telling me that the Texans are not winning the division, the Bengals might not win the division. Yeah, they're in the same boat. And Joe Burrow, you could, you could argue that CJ Stroud has been better than Burrow up to this point. 
Joe Burrow was more of a household name. That's why. Exactly. So then that's gonna be a name thing. That's not yeah. a performance thing, right? Lamar, I 100 percent agree. I think like, honestly, if that's the case, I think Lamar is winning it. If that's the case, yeah. Um, or hurts. Yeah. Right now, if, uh, right now, if I were to put my vote in right now, I think it's, it's one from each side is Lamar and hurts. So you think it's between they're gonna be the, they're yeah. the top two right now, and I think it's gonna be right now it's Burrow. But yeah, take this with a grain of salt because I said if the Texans make the playoffs, yeah, which is obviously. Honestly, AFC has been like... I would love to, for that to happen. Like, it would yeah. be a great story. I said, but yeah, people are going to be like, oh, what the hell? There's a seventh seed, though. They're not going to They're not gonna look at it overall. That's the yeah. problem. So how that's why That's you, why I disagree with that. It's going to happen. How much do you think, like, the playoff impacts the voting a little bit? Do you think it does impact the what, voting? The playoff results? Like, just like what happens in the playoffs a little no, bit? No, because the voting gets done before the playoffs. Oh, it gets done before? Yes. Oh, I thought... That's it. the reason why it gets done before, because okay, it's a regular yeah. season award. Yeah, because... So, okay. the, they get... Vo- the, it's done before. Okay, yeah. Then, then it's... Then, then it's no, no, no. I thought yeah. that same thing I think until they, I found out that they do the Because the awards get announced after, right? Something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But then like, they got like, a tally votes or whatever. They, oh, yeah, well, this guy's tied between this guy. Like, Mahomes yeah. and Hurts are tied. Let's just see who performs better in the playoffs. No, unless they do some shady shit behind the scenes that we don't know about. They do it... Um, they do all the like all NBA MVP there the heart trophy they all the voting gets done before alright so then last two topics for NFL obviously let's go to Indy quickly quick Indy because we gotta stick with the rookie quarterback yeah, yeah. and uh, like you mentioned the Panthers are questioning their pick right now <laughs> and uh, three picks pretty brutal ones I guess you could say especially the second one to Kenny Moore oh well, yeah they're all, second all, pick, all brutal they're all brutal Um, it's not like Indy's offense did much Today. They didn't have to. Kenny Moore did the offense. Yeah. So, yeah, Indianapolis Colts. Um, Beat the I'm kind of bored <laughs> watching them now because Anthony Richardson ain't playing. That's true. Um, yeah. I don't know because everybody knows we're probably gonna use Jonathan Taylor or Zach Moss a lot. That like they're they're not finding holes. I don't know if that how much of that is on the old line or the defensive scheme. Because I believe Carolina's defense is slightly underrated. Defense. They're decent. They're, de- they're but, decent. Um, they won the game four and five now. Again, puncher's chance for the playoff spot. Same record as the Raiders. And um, they're half a game behind the Texans. Yeah. And they have the tiebreaker right now if they are tied on the record, especially yeah, if they beat yeah, them yeah. the second time. Um, playoffs, probably out of the picture for the Indy for sure. I have more faith in the Texans making it to your point. Um, even the Titans right now. Uh, actually, no way. Well, Titans are the same. If Tannehill's playing quarterback, then I have faith in them more. I have more faith than Will Levis. I have more faith than Will Levis and Tannehill yeah. this year. Wait, so who do you think? Okay, so Texans or Titans more likely to make the playoffs? Texans or Titans? Yeah. I'm going with Texans. Actually? Yeah. No, okay, I, I think they're, they're even, but I'm even I still think D Hop and Derrick Henry are enough to do it. Especially if Will Levis is gonna play like this. If he yeah, is no, the but guy. like the, the the Houston Texans are winning the games because of Their CJ defense Stroud. is also insane too. And their defense is good. And they're winning because of CJ Stroud. Titans win the game because Something. Something happens. <laughs> it's not yeah. because of their quarterback. But uh Carolina, man, very disappointment. Probably my not my disappointing of the year based on expectations, That's but I expected them to be a better team with their how big their coaching staff is with Josh McCowan there. Um the Am I staff? writing off Bryce Young? No, hell no. <laughs> you gotta write off the coaching staff first. Yeah. Right. I think is I think Frank Reich gets fired at the end of the year. They're gonna uh I don't know if they're gonna want like Eric Bianami. Is what I'm looking he's at. He's proven it. Yeah, he's proven it with Sam Howell. Well, is does Frank Reich get fired at the end of the year? I think he should. I think but I don't think will. I don't think he will. I think he will. Well, if he remains on one win, he will. If he gets like two more wins, somehow he won't, and he'll Bro, get fired. And then he'll get fired midseason next year. Yeah, but like honestly, today's I'll put today's game more on Bryce Young than uh, Frank Reich. Reason being, the Colts' secondary is dog shit, 
and he did that performance. <laughs> like, yeah. You could have had like 350. You could have had the CG Stroud performance. Today. Like you had like that first drive they had in the third quarter. He, yeah. He, they were going. The second drive, they were going until he threw that pick. Yeah. Like they were going, right? And he could have had that CG Stroud game today. Yeah. Especially against the Colts secondary, you could have had that because Derek Carr had that with the Saints uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, Cold side of things, let's see. Next week, they're in Frankfurt. Uh, playing the Patriots. Oh, yo, easy schedule. We'll see what happens, right? Yeah, honestly, like, who's uh, the toughest game? Don't turn the ball over, Minchu. That's like genuinely don't turn the ball. Their over. toughest game is the Bengals. Yeah, you got Bengals. I guess Steelers too, but like it's the Bengals, Bengals. Steelers, and like Titans. And yeah, but yeah, Titans will be tough just because it's a divisional Division, game. Yeah, but they close off Texas. with the Texans. Like, hope that that could be a playoff thing. Yeah, who knows? Like, yeah, I doubt. Like, it. I doubt it. Though I feel like every other teams. team ahead of them will be. Ahead I mean, of okay, them. realistically, I that whole AFC North might be ahead of them. <laughs> realistically like, right now who's the so you have the Jets Bills the uh, standings right now they, no, no, no 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 I'm just thinking of teams that are like wildcard contenders right now Jets, Jets Bills I'll just say it right now and the three NFC the three North teams that's five right there and then I guess and you got the Texans uh, and us and then Titans and the and Chargers the, I'm still putting them in there and the Chargers what's the Chargers record three and four ooh they're, they're as bad as but us but if they win tomorrow they're four and four. Oh, never mind okay yeah yeah, so like I think they're Indy's definitely the last out of those teams. Yeah. Um, I think Texans and Titans are probably lower on those. I think the AFC South teams are definitely the lowest. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Out of that, like that whole AFC North is a buzzsaw. But yeah, no, the easy schedule for Colts if they could find a way to execute some stuff here and there. Otherwise, please get Marvin Harrison Jr. somehow. And yeah, <laughs> like genuinely, there's a chance. I have, I still have the hope. Yeah. I do have the hope still. And, I don't uh, know. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tired of watching Gardner Minshew play now. I am <laughs> genuinely. Yeah. Is, I need to see. J- J- I want to see J- JT Cook like the Carson Wentz here. I need to see that now. That's it. if that's I see that, right. then we have a chance. If I'm, if it's gone Gardner Minshew, I'm sorry. I'm kind of. I lost feel like I now. feel like also because he's not a, st- a starter anymore. Yeah, and I feel like also we're putting the ball in Gardner Minshew's hand a little bit too much. That's what it well. pisses me off a little bit. But honestly, maybe design plays like the screen passes a little bit more, or design play action or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's been up and down. He made some good throws. He made some interceptions. But we'll see. There's a genuine. We'll look at this. I, I we'll look at it more closer to the thing once yeah, we but get I still the have, tough schedule. I still have genuine over. hope if we could win our next two games. Because the Chargers have a tough schedule. Yeah, like if we can win our next two games, I have genuine hope. If we beat yeah. the Patriots and whoever we play after that, I think it's Biden and whoever we play after that, I think we have. I I will have genuine hope. Yeah. All right. We mentioned the Chargers Monday Night Football. Just quick Chargers, prediction. Jets. Um, Jets are have a winning record. It's mainly because of their defense. Chargers, the main question is, are they going to charge it up? Like how that saying is. And, and honestly, it's a, I went with the Chargers. It's a perfect game to charge it up because yeah. the Jets' defense is, is that really good. good. And the Chargers' defense and is Chargers underwhelming. Defense not, so Zach Wilson could, could do enough like he's been doing the last three weeks. And honestly, credit to him because he's helping the team win. Right? Yeah. He's not hurting the team. And that's his job. And uh, but I'm still going, record. I'm yeah. still going with the Chargers because I, I believe in this team. I believe, I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan that I have to believe in it. Now, obviously, his injury is the only concern here. And you're going against that defense. You're going against Sauce, right? And uh, all their other guys that are really good at the back in the secondary. Yeah, Justin Herbert. And their, can their O-line hold up their D-line? Yeah. You know, Quentin the, Williams. Justin Herbert himself hasn't been great, right? Like, it's been a pretty disappointing year for him. Yeah. But I think the Chargers might just edge it out here just because um, uh, there might be a just mistakes made offensively for the Jets, right? I think I feel like it might happen this week. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. I feel like Chargers will edge it out. Uh, it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah. It's going to be a boring game. 
But we'll see. We'll I know see it, it, it might not be a boring game. It's not gonna be an offensive shootout. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Huh? No, maybe not a shootout, but like it might be like those weird, entertaining games that are ugly. <laughs> yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. So you, you can put it that way. Yeah. Like it ain't gotta be no Broncos Colts from last year. Oh yeah, but no, like hundred yeah. percent. Um, last question though, but to close it out with Herbert, with how weird this season is. Let's just say Herbert goes on a burrow run right now. Is he in consideration for MVP? No chance. <laughs> I, I'm not giving him a chance. Like, let's just say he goes off for the I'm next. not giving him a chance. I'm not giving Josh Allen a chance. And so, uh, yeah. even if Herbert pops off for the rest no. of the year. Okay. Uh, Montez Sweat. Let's it's just, getting too late. <laughs> yeah. Montez Sweat, four years, $98 million extension. Official with the Bears. Makes sense. You gave up a second for him. So, um, let's see. Are you? Is the Bears just cursed and they can't get shit done? Like, they, ha- they had Cleo Mack for a little bit at its peak. So, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, so for a second, yeah, pretty much that's there. No other extension really happened. Um, Chase Young will make his debut next debut next week, and yeah, I mean, Josh Dobbs already made his debut. Already Josh Dobbs already <laughs> had the best debut of all. All right, uh, let's get right into NHL quick reactions, but we have a big story to start off with, though. And let me just pull that up quickly. It's back to the Blackhawks. Um, a second player has filed a lawsuit against the Blackhawks over the alleged 2010 sexual assault. Those of you guys don't know, Kyle Beach uh, at first was anonymous, but came out with a story with Rick West, head of TSN, came up that he was sexually assaulted uh, in 2010 by uh, one of the coaching staff guys. Yeah. And that obviously the, that was their Stanley Cup winning year. They kept it under like the radar, literally. They were they didn't want dist- the quote unquote distractions, um, yeah, right. Like and then the team obviously fast forward now. You guys go look into the situation, um, that he essentially the uh, Joel Quenville essentially gave a coach a vote, the coach a vote of confidence before that coach got caught with other stuff, yeah, and uh, leading to Joel Quen- Quenville at this point was a Florida coach, um. Before Andrew Burnett took over uh, two years ago, yeah. Joel Canvo and ultimately got fired, not got rehired yet. He could potentially, but after he passes a league thing, but there's that. Um, Kev, Kevin Chevalier, whatever his name, the Win- Winnipeg GM is still yeah, employed, yeah, yeah. but he was the assistant GM. Um, yeah, so, so that's Kyle Beach, but then this that was one, a Kyle Beach situation. This one's a second player. So, a second, I'm going to read the report properly because it yeah. is a serious thing. So, a second Chicago. Um, Blackhawks player and former teammate of Kyle Beach has filed a negligence lawsuit against the team regarding an alleged, again, alleged, keyword, sexual assault during the 2009-10 by then-video coach Brad Aldrich, according to Chicago Tribune's Phil Thompson. The lawsuit filed by law firm Romanucci and Bladen claims Aldrich groomed, harassed, threatened, and assaulted the player listed as John Doe. Um, John Doe is like a, it's a, anonymous, a name. Yeah. And that the Blackhawks covered up his complaint during the um, their pursuit of the 2010 Stanley Cup Championship. Like Beach, Doe was a black ace, a player from the AHL's Rockford Ice Hogs, who was practiced with the black who who practiced with the Blackhawks during the playoffs at the time. In May 2021, Beach sued the organization, saying Aldrich sexually assaulted him and a teammate in 2010. So I'm assuming this is the yeah. teammate, Beach and the. Blackhawks reached a confidential settlement in December 2021. Um, the Blackhawks issued a statement um, 
the, sh- uh, the saying that Blackhawks take allegations of workplace m- misconduct and organizational response very seriously, and it's why over two years ago we commissioned an extensive independent investigation into the troubling events that occurred in 2010. We've changed as a result of what happened and implemented numerous positive improvements throughout our organization to ensure the safety and well-being of our players and employees. Until we learn more about this pending litigation, we will refrain from commenting with any additional specifics. In the Jenner and Blue, uh, Block report, Black Ace One said in an interview that Aldridge said he could bury his players in the Blackhawks, or bury his players in the Blackhawks organization, and make sure they could never play by saying not nice things to them. Um, behavior became overtly and aggressively sexual towards him, and that Aldridge sent Doe harassing text messages and offered to pay Doe to receive sexual favors from a masseuse while Aldridge watched, as per the Tribune. The lawsuit also alleges that Aldridge approached Doe on several occasions from behind and ground his penis against Doe's back and buttocks through his through his clothes. Um, disclaimer, I know this is a little late for the disclaimer, but yeah. Uh, Roman Nucci and Blondin will hold a press conference Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern to further address the lawsuit. In the wake of the Jenner and Block findings, Blackhawks General Manager Stan Bowman stepped down while Vice President of Hockey Operations Al McIsaac, or yeah, I think so, left the organization. Additionally, Florida Panthers head coach Joel Quenville resigned. All three held positions with the Blackhawks in 2010. Um, like we mentioned, everything is alleged at the moment. Uh, can't believe we're going through this again. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. brutal. It's terrible. Um, before we bring in our other thoughts, because uh, the thing and let you talk is, yeah, it's ridiculous, right? And, the amount of time, uh, I'm glad the courage of Kyle Beach is definitely has not just this sport, but every sport, for example, Michigan State, yeah. uh, coming out again. But it's crazy because we still have no conclusion of the uh, Hockey Canada situation. Right? Yes. So I don't know what's going on, what the situation is. And the fact that Chicago, and I know this is what you're going to get into, so let me just address it and then you can go into it. Is like recently we talked about the Shane Pinto thing. We recently we talked about um, the Senators losing a pick because of the whole trade thing. They lost a first-round pick. I'm, I'll look into it while you talk. I don't even think Chicago will find. I think the... Because like, it was a legal like thing. A, it was, it like, was a light fine. Like, it wasn't even yeah, anything something massive. Compared to, know, like... like a light fine compared to, like... Yeah. Compared to what yeah. it was, right? Like, this is probably, like, the worst out of everything that happened, right? Yeah. With the Arizona losing their pick or, like, because of a legal workout, draft workout. Yeah. Obviously, Shane Pinto and obviously um, uh, the Senators trade yeah. losing the first round pick. The Chicago Blackhawks got rewarded for what they've did We're get, by getting Connor Bedard, right? That pick shouldn't have been theirs. This this coming up year's pick shouldn't be here already. And then you're adding on another lawsuit potentially depending on what ap- happens. Honestly, the, the picks from that uh, Kyle Beach was 2021, right? They reached the set. 2021 was a settlement in December. But even before that, when the findings were going on. Yeah, when the findings. So like, maybe nothing was, they reached on a settlement. So, so I don't know how law like works. The fact that One second before. Disclaimer though, we don't know what how the law and all this works. No, we're yeah. just speaking out of opinion right now. So yeah. But the opinion is, punish them by getting rid of like three first round picks. Yeah. Four first round picks, right? Like what is this little $500 fine probably going to happen again? I don't even know what the, what the fine was, but it's probably $500 worth to their franchise. Yeah. That's going to do that. And then on top of that, you win the draft lottery and get the future of hockey. 
Yeah. Right? They're getting away with it. It's as simple as that. It's, yes, they reached a settlement, right? But like the punishment, there's no harsh punishment, right? You give a shit more about betting, but when it comes to serious stuff like this, you're like, okay, I'll just give a $10,000 fine, right? You care about people's celebrations and find them. And when it comes to this, same thing. It's the same punishment. And then you have Shane Pinto and betting. He's not even betting on NHL games potentially. And he's getting 41 games. Yeah. And uh, trying to like, what, ruin that guy's contract year, year basically. And you reward Chicago Blackhawks, Connor Bedard. Yeah, I'm trying to find this. I don't know why it's not on Wikipedia. But yeah, I know it's insane, right? I, I don't get it. I genuinely don't. Um, the fact that like, I guess if there's another situation and Joel Quenville literally gave a vote of confidence to that coach, um, like, do you, uh, like, does he get a job now even more that like he comes back, right? Like, I, I generally don't think so no, at this point. No. I don't. As great of a coach he is as a hockey coach, definitely not a great person, right? And if Babcock is not going to get another opportunity and Babcock's situation is a little bit different compared to this, yeah, Joel Quenville should not be You should not be considered. back. Um, yeah, like I genuinely don't know how much they were fine. I remember, wasn't it like a, just a million or something? Like, it was, it was something like, like that, man. But it was nothing to what the punishment actually was. And it's not like just us two talking, like everyone in the hockey world. Agreed. Oh, dude. Well, yeah. I, I think uh, I started my work currently and I was talking to one of my former co workers now because he's no longer there. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we and him were like talking about it. We're like, what the hell is this? Like, and the fact that, like, you know what pisses me off more is that. Um, I think I found some information. So let me look at it. But um, uh, it annoys me more is like when I think it was like Chicago, uh, they held like a AGM or something, and then the media asked the owner about the settlement because I think it was around that time, and the owner or whoever it was it was just like giving a pissed off answers like why are you t- asking me about this blah blah blah, and they yeah, themselves yeah. even look worse even more. I remember like that. it was it was insane, that, yeah. right? Um, well, it's bullshit. This is bullshit. Like how they, it just feels like they're getting away with it. Yeah. That's what's pissing me off, right? The NHL also imposed a $2 million fine on the Blackhawks for inadequate internal procedures and insufficient and untimely response in the handling of matters related to former head coach Brad Eldridge's appointment. So, yeah, it was just $2 million. And people got fired. A minimum minimum contract, basically. Yeah, like, these owners are billionaires. (laughs) Yeah, like, find them, like, what? Like, yeah, they're billionaires. I was about to say, like, 11 mil, but, like, I'm pretty sure more. I'm pretty sure Chicago diehard ones I'm not gonna say the casuals cause some people might not even know about the original situation like I'm sure Chicago fans are probably like what the hell right yeah. now there are some people that are, that are like oh why are we bringing this up blah 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 like delusional. we have those delusional They're people delusional. those delusional people like oh who cares about this now or like oh okay well why do we keep bringing this up type of thing and um, but um, the, a competent fan would be like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, uh, they all understand why. There gotta be harsh punishments. Yeah. For like, if this was the Canucks, I would genuinely be like, yeah, take, take away, away our picks. Yeah. Take them away. Fine us, what, $10 million, take away our picks. Yeah. Genuinely, that like that's what this punishment should be, right? Like, three first rounders should be, um, what is it called? Like, how, what is it called getting rid of? Like, whatever it is, whatever it is called, they should not have three for their next three first round picks. Shouldn't have been there, right? Um, uh, forfeited, that's what it's called. Yeah. Right, their three to four first round picks should have been forfeited for them, right? Throw in a couple seconds and they should have been fined at least 10, 15 million dollars. So the key thing was like they met before about this and they allegedly um, 
put it under the radar. Literally, that's what like what happened. Like they're like we ain't gonna get cause distractions. Just focus on the cup run. Yeah, like I wonder if you're a Chicago fan all these years later and that happens. Like, what are you thinking? Like, yeah, I know you're happy you won a cup, but at the same time, like, even the ones like this happened in 2010. So you can't even like look at the 2012 or 2013 and 15 one and be like, can we be really proud of this? <laughs> like how how it happened. I think like Patrick, whoever I think it was Tayson Kane didn't even take proper remorse. I think Brent Sopel, who's on the roster at the time, took proper remorse and stood up and he got traded instantly or whatever the case was. Yeah. So it's like it's insane to me. Um again, I'm glad that we're at a time where this is the social media age. This is a positive that where you could come out and talk about stuff. That's the big positive about social media, as much as it has its negatives, that's a whole different debate. But yeah, I hope I wonder who this player is. Like I again, I wonder who the player is. And if stuff will get resolved, because um, obviously some people are gonna out there and be like, "Oh, he's cloud chasing," right? Like how people say that. Yeah, I don't think because literally like said there's a teammate. He said Kyle Beach literally said and a teammate and, and a teammate. And I think yeah. the teammate finally has some courage, but obviously it's still anonymous. See, we'll keep you guys updated on how the story goes. But yeah, um, dark time in Chicago, and it sucks that our local boy is part of the Blackhawks, and now it makes it even harder to root for that team even more. Yeah, exactly. As much as as much as we may have turned the corner around it, so. Um, so, so guys, let's get into some reactions. Hockey. Let's get to actual hockey now. Um, reactions off the bat. My question to you is: Are the Canucks actually good? Okay, I, like, are the Canucks actually good? I don't know, right? Like, they're playing good. Don't get me wrong, right? Like, yeah. what? They're top three in the league. They're beating good teams. or keeping competitive. They beat, like, they beat Dallas. My question mark was after was that Tampa game: who, uh, Can we win a good game? We they, destroyed Edmonton. Rangers the ref cost us against the Rangers. Yeah, and then we beat Edmonton handedly, and then we held our own. Like, yeah, granted, Casey DeSmith was a big factor in the second game of the season. And now Dallas, Demko made that one big save. But the overall factor is we still played like, well. Like, that was a genuine playoff well. game type. Like, we're playing game. well, right? Like, the, just genuinely, like, we're defensively holding teams out, right? They're not getting as much shots, right? Demko's making... Doesn't have to make three, four robberies, right? Where he might have to make one or two, right? Honestly, it's like, last game he had to in the yeah, first period. Sometimes, like, you know, obviously that's... Stuff like that's going to happen, right? Where he's going to have to make that. But every other shot, like, okay, you expect Demko to save. Yeah. Like, Ian Cole's been, like, the most underrated guy. Like, I wish he was, like, 10 years younger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like, he's, right? It's, like, it's a good stopgap. I guess that's how people say it with him and Susie. Just, like, before, hopefully, Will Lander and Elias Patterson, the defenseman, um, excuse me, uh, get, um, uh, hopefully, ready for the NHL, right? That being said, though, um... Patterson's keeps getting expensive, <laughs> that's for sure. Definitely. is getting more expensive, that's for sure. Because he he's gonna get, definitely get more than seven million. I promise you that. But yeah, because it's a right hand right handed shot. Here's my too. here's my message to Canucks fans: Enjoy the season as much as you can because it's gonna get worse because of the cap. Not right. even just that. I'm saying like like genuinely enjoy it because Heronic, no Patterson, team, <laughs> no team will is not gonna go through adversity. Like so, th- right now we're in the honeymoon phase still. Yeah, I expect like I expected us to be better, but not like this good to start exactly, off. To the point yeah. where like Greg Wyshynski and Ardell Kala on the drop have them third in power rankings. And whenever we drop our first ever NHL power rankings, they might be in our top five because of it. Because we are the third best team in the league. We are. Like Vegas is heads and heels better than everybody right now. Because even yeah. though they lost to Anaheim, they destroyed Colorado seven zero. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, Canucks fans enjoy it. That's for sure. Because next year, uh, next uh, year is not going to look The great, question is, are we really opinion. this good? I guess I need to see a little bit longer. When it comes to off season, right? It's not. It's gonna be ugly off season. Yeah, I just need because the uh, OEL things gonna kick in. Too. OEL things gonna kick in. We're gonna have to figure out how to sign. Yeah, Patterson. You gotta figure out how to sign Heronic. They ain't gonna be cheap, 
right? And then uh, obviously you would just other roster fillers around. Just the win club. the cup this year, please. Yeah, <laughs> and then just pay them. Who cares? Yeah, point. exactly, right. <laughs> but uh, other reactions though. Um, San Jose. Two straight games. This time they did better though. They 20, scored two 20 goals. Twenty goals allowed, but they, <laughs> but they scored two goals. They doubled. <laughs> So in their last two games, they're the first team in like Arnold like forever. I think like nineteen sixties to allow back to back ten goal games. Yeah, right. Overall score of twenty to three combined, and I think they tied the NHL his like uh, most consecutive losses in NHL history to begin a season. Yeah, as well. So yeah, um, if you think if you think bad, there's bad, there's trash, and then there's San Jose. Yeah, that, that's what it's been like. Right genuinely, now. from Again, this is probably a good question to ask Greg because he is, no offense, slightly older than us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in my lifetime of hockey, of watching hockey, I don't remember to be seeing a team this bad, honestly, that I could remember on the top of my head. I like, don't, yeah, there right? might be some teams where I look at it, I'm like, okay, maybe one of those Arizona teams or whatever. But uh, early Washington teams when Ovechkin first came, sure. But like, at least in recent memory, like we expected to... We expected some teams to be bad last year. Arizona kind of wasn't that bad last year. Yeah, we thought like other teams, like the Miami Dolphins, a two a year was supposed to go zero and sixteen. That it didn't. Like we, they're genuinely. This is genuinely the worst I've seen in NHL. Let's be clear. In NHL, that. yeah, this is the worst I've seen in NHL. Um, yeah. That being said, Boston is still kind of get Detroit second. We're twelve games, 11, 10 to twelve games in. Uh, Detroit's killing it right now. Devils get well soon. Jack Hughes. Socks right week, now, yeah, week two but week. yeah, and then Washington is like a weird team, which we have to talk to Greg about if we do get him on anytime soon because five, four, and one record. They started off bad, it, it, too, it's right? weird. They started off, yeah, horror. they started off really bad. That being said, one thing I want to highlight because the Pacific Division is pretty much how we predict, not okay, not really, because not, Anaheim's no, it's not, <laughs> Anaheim's fourth. I mean, like for the most part, because we fall, expect Anaheim to fall off, the Canucks and the Oilers swap. Yeah. The Seattle is like meh. Calgary's a mess. Anaheim will come back down to earth even though they're seven and four. So maybe this is the jump team. <laughs> who knows? Maybe it is the jump team. But the question was who preseason when we were pre, uh previewing the season, we were gonna we were asking who's the first head coach to get fired in season specifically, right? Not just coaches on the hot seat. And obviously I had a weird thing where I was like, Okay, Jay Woodcroft might win the thing, Jack Adams, but might be fired in the offseason still, like a Dwayne Casey situation. But right now, he's genuinely... I think we came up together, Craig Berube, and then DJ Smith, right? Yeah. DJ Smith is part of this equation. Again, yeah, because Sanders are getting booed. Because Sanders have been struggling the last couple of games. Their own fans are booing them. Yeah. It feels weird as not... That's not us as Canucks fans. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> I message Alex Adam like, bro, this feels weird. But um, Jay Woodcroft. So if you were to make your bet, you have to put Jay Woodcroft in there now. It's Jay Woodcroft versus DJ Smith. Who do you think will get fired first between the two? DJ Smith. Yes, because they it's just DJ fired. Smith they fired Pierre Dorian. That's why they're they're gonna clean house, and uh, obviously DJ Smith and the Sanders are giving every reason for them to clean house, and they're already on short leash. Both of them and Dorian with the the first round pick, uh, being forfeited. Obviously, just you know was the last. What if? Because this is also another year of a bad start for them. But what if Jay Woodcroft gets their asked for the Canucks again on Monday, today? I guess when it comes. Oh yeah, up. they play already. They play again, right? Yeah. Oh, I really hope he does. <laughs> I will not be surprised if Woodcroft gets fired literally after the Canucks okay, game. Um, I think if it's a close game and they lose, I don't think he's getting no. fired. But if it's another eight-one, I think he has to be gone. 
Yeah, like it's I feel like they might get fired at the same time at this rate. <laughs> Honestly, how bad they've been both. Been. I think they're both on like one or two more chances at the most, and they're gone. No, DJ Smith is more on a short. When did we fi- okay? When did we fire Travis? It was December. Yeah, before we got Boudreaux, and Boudreaux was January, but that's a whole different story. But um, yeah, I haven't seen an early co- like. Let's see, like except for Babcock, obviously. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like generally these two are the hottest. Literally burning one. right now. They're, I, they're on the stove sizzling. That's yeah, how hot it I is. Think, I think someone burning... I think DJ Smith's burning a little bit more. In my opinion. Yeah, because it's also the factor of the new ownership. Like, I think... Because Steve Stales wasn't even their GM. He was after uh, the new ownership. Came. Yeah, so I think uh, DJ Smith is, like, burning and uh, Jay Woodcoff is, like, boiling. <laughs> boiling, <laughs> roasting. <laughs> yeah, whatever uh, you call it. Yeah, okay. That being said, let's move on to... You want to go NBA straight? Just go very quickly there. Yeah, quickly. Overall NBA reactions. First thoughts. What do you think of your Raptors? Just weird. <laughs> they're weird. Are you just like, because Scotty. You gotta, you gotta, Scotty, you is, Scotty is the only bright spot. Bright spot, right? Pascal hasn't been good. His trade value drop is <laughs> dropping. <laughs> they messed up there. But OG's uh, sh- is still like the same. OG's, OG's been good. Schroeder's been pretty, like, you know, decent help there. Um... Yeah, we're coming off a couple. Beat the box somehow. Like I think we mentioned last pod, but we beat Spurs today. You lost the Trailblazers. It's weird, right? Because yeah. like, yeah, they're gonna be that team that's gonna be mid, right? Like, or by mid, I mean like just the play-in team, the nine ten seed, right? Seven games in, are you still like trade everybody just build around Scotty because you've seen enough from Scotty this year? Now, hopefully, this isn't like Vladdy that one year he popped off and it goes back down to earth. Yeah, but I think Scotty popped off his first year as well. Like, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. Like Scotty had though. multiple. Years. Vladdy only had one year. Where he yeah, Scotty has multiple years. Like so this far. is this is like I'm an all star, Scotty. He's always playing. playing like an all star. Like he took he took the mantle of I'm the number one guy from Siakam this year. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's he's doing. Everything. So you're just like yeah, trade everybody, get the picks, maybe sign Gary Trent Jr. because he's young enough and well, go like, from there. What well, you got, Scotty? Right, I think no one's getting Pirtle. I don't think there's any way you could trade Pirtle now with that contract. Depending on the cap, but who knows? Yeah, Pirtle's doing fine. It's just a like decent center. Yeah, no, but Compa- uh, well, I don't know what his contract is for the rest of the league. I think it's I don't know. What no, it is. I know yeah, what yeah, his contract yeah. is. But I'm saying compared to like yeah, a guy yeah. like Capella, for example. Uh, yeah, I think it's just Pascal. You're just uh, Pascal has to be gone. So are you just like I don't know what to feel because I know uh, we ain't gonna do shit, but I, I, I know this you're is having fun watching Scotty play, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, right, and uh, yeah, they're taking effect. But yeah, I just like I don't know what to like. I know what to, I know. Like I was expecting this, like you know, ups and downs, and like just finish you off in mid, and like have no direction. But at the same time, like, do I root for you or do I want you to tank as well? Well, we don't even know. It's not even a high draft club. Like it's not exactly. like it's not Wembenyama. Yeah, well, obviously Wembenyama. Yeah, but no, I'm just. But like, it's not it, even like Paolo Banquero. Yeah, but, but I'm just. What I heard. I'm just talking about like the games, right? Like it just, it just, you don't know how to feel because like they do so much stupid shit. At the like, same that, time. like how you lost to that, <laughs> like how we lost to the Bulls, yeah. How we lost to the Blazers. Um, there's some stupid plays I saw when we lost to the Sixers the second time. Um, but then you also see a lot of good, which is Scotty moments of Grady Dick, um, OG Ananobi. So, so you're just confused. You're I'm a confused, confused Raptors fan. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a yeah, good clip of a moment for us. It's, right it's here. A, I'm a confused individual <laughs> of my team, and like honestly, they're. It's not even like I genuinely like I have a right to and like Raptors fan have the right to feel this way because they're a confusing organization because they don't know where they're going. Yeah, because you're like we don't know where they're going. Because it's like as Canucks fans, everybody thought we should rebuild, we should rebuild, and now you're like, okay, we're killing it right now. We we should uh, 
But we know what the message from the front office was before the season even started that, like, we're trying to make the playoffs. So as a Canucks fan and you as well, we're like, okay, let's just root for this team and see what happens and we'll criticize after. But the thing You at the same time are like, they're trying to make the playoffs, so I've got to root for the playoff spot. But at the same time, you're like, eh. the thing so is, far what you've seen it hasn't the been The thing that. is, I saw a world where the Canucks can make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't see that for the Raptors. That's oh, the difference. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I actually kind of did. Like, I thought they were my big range team <laughs> for that reason, but... Yeah, new coaching staff. I don't know. Pascal's usage is. But who knows? Like, if Pascal steps it up, you're just maybe like, you, you right. don't know what could happen. But okay, I guess very quickly with me, <laughs> Lakers. You have. Um, not, you're not happy. I not happy. You're uh, not happy. Um, it's again mainly Darvin Ham's lineups. I'm not sure. Like, no one could say anything about AD really after the, except for the first game because he's been fine. LeBron's been fine. So I don't know if it's like our defensive rebounding or defense hasn't been the greatest. That's the that's the. Sh- scary part but that's the part I know that will step up right like Lakers are that team that like, we did it last year get in the playoffs or a play-in and you'll be fine type of situation so I'm not worried about that but I just want to see better that Clippers win was big it was a massive win oh, what a game too that was a great game a fun game and obviously now they're getting hardened we'll get to that in a second but yeah but then that magic game was no one was rebounding which is the scary part right like Anthony Davis at the end of the day his PER is 37 he's playing he goes, he's getting 26 points a game 13 rebounds a game. Um, where is it? 55% from the field, 43% from three, which is better that's than last a, year. That's a way big improvement for him. Yeah, he's not ma- taking much, but even when he was taking them last year, he wasn't hitting them. And his blocks per game is up there as well, 3.7. So he's still being, he's the main defensive anchor. It's like everybody else around him isn't playing like that. Um, D'Angelo Russell's a streaky guy. We all know that LeBron's still killing it at his age. Austin Reeves is the biggest disappointment. Christian Woods' defense is great. Can he get his offensive going, right? So, for me, it's like, Darvin Ham, figure out your lineups adjust like how Nick Nurse did. Go big when you need to go big. For example, the Philly playoff run. Yeah. Or against the playoffs. In the playoffs against Philly. Or go small when you need to go small. He likes to go two guards, 80 at the five. Now, when we played against the Clippers, he put Christian Wood in there, 80 in there, and then he had another big guy in there, right? Now, it doesn't help with Rui Hachimura being injured and Torian Prince was injured. But yeah, I mean, early is the three on three. It's like there's what Sacramento's still meh, but they're like the uh, Phoenix is three and four, but they're not healthy. So ahead of them though, let's get to the flip side. The only undefeated team is the Boston Celtics. We the kind killer. of expected it five and zero, oh, so I'm not totally surprised. But I'm surprised with the Bucks who lost to you guys at three and two. But I feel like with them incorporating another. All-star, almost superstar caliber player is a little bit more tough to figure out the rest of the team. I'm saying, I'm not saying with Giannis, but I don't know how much is on Adrian Griffin's schemes either. But we'll see with yeah, that. Yeah, rookie head coach. Because when they had moments where they're killing it. Yeah, you have a rookie head coach where the a superstar level player, a contender team, literally, and, and a contender who's team, probably right? the favorite to win it. I like, I'm not surprised. Like, okay, I'm surprised about how they're playing. But I understand, like, you know, it'll take a little, like, you know... It takes time. 10 games to adjust, Like, those right? Miami Heat teams 10, are, like, 500 the yeah, first, like, like 10, 10, 20 games. It'll take 10, 15 games to adjust. Whereas the Celtics one, I just felt like Drew Holiday just, like... Just fits in right away. Fit, and then yeah, Przingis right fits away. in right away. Right, and they're 5 Because they know it's Tatum and Brown, yeah, most like, likely. Because, yeah, there's no, like, the first option's not changing. Yeah. The second option's not changing. Changing. Sixers, though, 4-1. Four and Four-game win streak ever after the first loss to Nick, Milwaukee. Nick Nurse effect. <laughs> um, I mean, they got closure with the Harden situation, like I said. Atlanta Hawks who are third, 4-2. and two. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but again, Miami's kind of proving my point. <laughs> they haven't been the, looked the greatest either. Um, yeah, and then in the West, 
Dallas got their first loss against Denver, and Denver handled them pretty well. Yeah. Denver's still looking good. Uh, obviously, I, I, like I said, I still thought they lost the offseason, but their team is still going to be fine. It don't matter. <laughs> but Jamal got hurt. That's he did? Key. He got hurt. Now it matters. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he limped off last game. And uh, I'll check what his injury is right now. It was an ankle out with a hamstring. So I don't know what that case is. But yeah, Wembenyama. We gotta mention him very quickly. Well, he arrived. Before we talk about the oh, say, before we talk about Wembenyama. No, well, Grizzlies finally yeah. got their first win. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But Wembenyama. Yeah, we'll end it off with Wembenyama here. Um, no, he's he's been playing pretty well in my opinion. Obviously, broke out. Not broke bro, out. Had like, that performance. I'm not gonna say breakout performance, but like yeah. But like if we're telling you we're getting that, like if they if you're telling me that's at 19 so, years old with that body. Like frame, was it 38? I don't uh, even know, like I'll 12, like, I don't even know what it was, right? Like, pull up the stat line. Because that's going to be peak Wembenyama. Yeah. If you're telling me he develops into that player, my, could, could watch out. <laughs> so, right? he's right now, 20.5 points per game, 8.2 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, we're playing 30 minutes a game, 48%. 31 from 3, so that's got to improve a little bit. 75% from free throw, 1.3 steals, 2.7 blocks. Uh, his stat line today against the Raptors, 29 and 4. With five blocks. <laughs> wow. Um, 38 and 10 with two assists, one steal, two blocks against the that, Phoenix that Suns. Phoenix game. And Booker played. Booker played that game, yeah. It was like Booker and KD, but Wembenyama just stole the show. Yeah, and then he had like 18 the game before that. Clippers, he struggled. He had 11. Uh, Dallas, he had 15. Houston, he had 21. And then I think... No, Golden. Dallas was the first game. Yeah, so Dallas, so 15. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to mix the preseason. Houston, Houston's preseason. No, they played Houston after. Dallas was the first game of the year. Yeah, but Houston was second. I, okay, I switched yeah. the order. Oh, I just mixed them up. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, like 19 years old with that body frame, still killing it. Weird seeing him like dunk without really jumping. And uh, yeah, the lankiness of like blocking, the fact that he got five blocks against yeah. two guys. And then obviously, rookie of the year. Dude could be a goal. <laughs> Literally could yeah. be the goal. <laughs> rookie of the year is still him, but Chet, Chet has a shout. But at the end of the day, if one minute I was playing like this, there's no chance yeah. at all. All right, do you want to end off in soccer or do you want to end off with MLB? Because soccer, we have a rant. MLB, we got to talk about free agency. We'll go MLB right now. Um, obviously, first off, we'll start off with gold glove winners. All right, so go, very quickly, so I'll name quickly them. quickly rest them out for both leagues. Okay, right AL now. catcher was Jonah Heim. Um, nominees, Kirk and Rutschman. Uh, Just say the winners. Don't care about nominees. First base, Nathaniel Lowe from Texas. Second base, uh, Andres Jimenez from Cleveland. Third base, Matt Chapman. Got it. Uh, Anthony Volpe for shortstop uh, Steven Kwan for left field we have to talk about this center field Kevin Kiermaier not too much of a surprise right field Adolis Garcia I didn't know he was defensively great he has arm he has an arm uh, utility was uh, Mauricio Dubon from Houston pitcher Jose Barrios and then NL catcher Blue Jays, I hate you so much. Gabby Moreno. Even though Alejandro Kirk was a finalist, Gabby Moreno. It's Gabby. I don't know how Gabby Moreno uh, won it. Christian Walker for first base, Arizona. Nico Horner from the Cubs for second base. Cabrian Hayes, um, Pittsburgh third base. Shortstop, Danzy Swanson, Chicago Cubs. Ian Happ, Cubs for left field. Center field, Brenton Doyle from Colorado. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. making his way to third or right field, right field winning yeah. it. Um, ahead of Mookie Betts who's usually good there utility was Ha Sung Kim for the Padres, San Diego yeah. so Mookie Betts did not win in two positions <laughs> yeah um, so and pitcher Zach Wheeler okay yeah so obviously we have one big issue with this list because you saw the thing I sent you right yeah Next. I'm gonna so pull that up as well Dalton Varshall leads the league 
like entire MLB, not American League, the yeah. entire MLB in defensive, in run, defensive saved. run saved. So on this list, Fernando Tatis, he got it. Andre Jimenez, got it. Cabrian Hayes, got it. Brenton Doyle, Gabby Moreno, Kevin Kiermaier, not Ryan McMahon, and Dan Z. Swanson, and Alejandro Kirk. They all got it. They all got it. But, but they're the, all behind him. But the, the leader didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stephen Kwan's not on the list. Exactly. I no offense to Stephen Kwan. And the plays he made. Uh, now yeah. again, we watch more Blue Jays games. I get yeah, that. Yeah, but, but no offense to Stephen Kwan. There's one guarantee that Dalton Varsho should have made on this, and Kevin Kiermaier should have made it. Should be the winners of Gold Glove. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes, Dalton Varsho didn't have the best year offensively. That's not the point of this we, award. This this is a Gold Glove, right? We're gonna talk about the one thing he did good, which is what one thing he did not good. Very excellent, great, whatever, whatever. Superb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That he led the league in defensive run saves and made spectacular catches, which leads to that as well. And doesn't get voted. Yeah. Uh, unless he wins a platinum glove somehow, uh, it's gonna bullshit. It's like last year's Chapman. Yeah. Like this year, I'm surprised Chapman made it. Yeah. Last year. Chapman should have won. This year, he, on my opinion, he shouldn't have won. So I don't know if that was just a makeup call. But yeah, no, Dalton Varshall not being on his, not being a winner is absolute bullshit. And uh, the MLB, uh, you, whoever the voters are, uh, you're wrong. Yeah. It's just genuine. You're wrong. Like, because a lot of casuals are like, oh, Jays lost the trade because uh, this specific reason. They're trying to make, justify it by this. This isn't the thing you justify it with. Yes, Gabby Marino won it and he didn't. But we're literally saying, <laughs> like, no, fact J- that Kirk is ahead of the Jays lost the trade because Varsho couldn't hit and Gabby consistently. Marino, Gabby, no, he couldn't hit consistently. Uh, he couldn't. Hit. I'm still. He had more than 20 home runs. That's still like second in the, yeah, whatever, the okay. team. Uh, and then Gabby Moreno and uh, Lourdes Gurriel actually did something in the playoffs. Yeah, so that's uh, why we lost the trade. We didn't lose the trade because Varsho can't defend. Clearly proven. We lost the trade because we traded Gabby Moreno specifically. Exactly, that's the thing. Yeah, not even because of Varsho. I, this is the reason why we wanted Varsho. Hundred percent. But yeah, um, it's bullshit. Robbery, it's, massive robbery. Like, Congratulations, Kevin Kiermaier. You deserve it. You might not be a J next year, but you deserved it. But yeah, Dalton. That was the. I think when we announced the nominees a month ago, or whenever we did it, like, oh, we're like Varsho's the lock. Yeah, like that was the lock. Lock. Like we had Varsho ahead of Kiermaier being the lock but yeah. both of them should have been locked like there's, yeah. there's absolutely like I don't care I didn't watch any other baseball games Yeah, I didn't need to watch any other <laughs> yeah. baseball games right to know that like Varsho should be gold glove right give the credit f- give the man credit for what he's been doing good obviously we bashed him enough deservedly so but the one word we never sh- bashed him on this we never bashed him on this and rightfully so again yeah so, yeah that's a rant um I love the clip of a moment. <laughs> That's what we're trying to figure out for this pod. But yeah, um, very highway robbery last year. Same thing with Chapman. So that means next year, Varsha is probably going to win it. <laughs> so we'll see. With yeah, Varsha might have a bad year on the field and he yeah. might probably win then. Okay, That's so how it works, I guess. MLB free agency begins today. Now, it's not like July 1st for NBA and NHL where everybody, almost everybody signs. Um Except for ex- expect except for some certain superstars, but yeah, it takes like the first week is usually decent, like spreads around, and after that it dies down. Then the you have like only reason why the one year when Simeon and Seager signed was because of the strike. That's it. Yeah, right. That was why it was That's quick. And then also, then it goes up again for like a week, and then it dies down. Yeah, and like you have the odd like one Springer in signed in January. Yeah, I remember like and then before the Trevor Bauer situation, he signed like in February or something. So. Yeah, but uh. MLB.com, because uh, some of the guys opted on stuff, put Mark Feinsand, um, put top 25 list for this offseason. So I'm going to list off the names quickly. and List off the ones you know. <laughs> yeah. And then say 
Jays should go after or whatever or whatever team fits that mold right away. Yeah, yeah. Head. They did say fits as well. So they did. Yeah. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll like. I don't know anything like number across one the league, across the league. I'll, yeah, I'm but number one, say, like I might just say Blue Jays for everything. But I'm not gonna say that. Obviously, I'll try to think of something. Number one, uh, just blue, I. That's the only way the Blue Jays could get better. <laughs> honestly, Shohei Otani. Like, he might not be pitching next year, but he's still hitting, and we'll see. He's like, 29. He's we don't pro- know. Like, yeah, Shohei Otani. That's the only way every team's gonna get better off yeah. of that, right? Whoever they add, but like Blue Jays specifically. Like, if you don't get that sky, right, you're expecting Vladdy to bounce back. You're expecting Springer to do good, right? You're expecting Varsha to step up. That's kind of, that's, that's going to be iffy. But yeah. if you had Shohei Otani, that, that's how you know your team got Potential better. fits, Angels, Dodgers, Giants, Mets. My prediction, though, I think he's going to be a Dodger. Same. Yeah, he's a Dodger. But, yeah. Uh, Next up is a Japanese guy, so we're not going to say it too much. They said that his, his name is Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He's a starting pitcher? Yeah. Right-handed pitcher. So I don't know if it's the same guy that's going nuts right yeah, now. Yeah, like, I think he's that guy. If he is, then they're saying Dodgers, Mets, and Red Sox. I hope it's not the Red Sox. But uh, yeah, that's the pitcher. Um, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I don't care. I, we, I'll, I'll, I'll take think, any arm possible. For I mean, depending on what happens with Ryu and Manoa. Yeah. Right. We don't know. So I don't mind adding a starting pitcher, like just to be late. Yeah. As well. Blake Snell is ranked number three. I think Orioles. They have Cardinals, Dodgers, and Padres. Well, Again, Padres also makes sense, yeah, yeah, as well. I'm a Jays fan. I still prefer him just because. Just but deep think, in our strength. But I think, that's not our biggest worry right now. Wait, who, who are the two te- three teams again? Uh, Cardinals, Padres, Dodgers. Dodgers for sure. Or Dodgers for sure. Padres for sure. Padres obviously. I don't know how good that. the Cardinals are going to be. That's the thing. Cardinals do need starting pitching. Yeah. They genuinely do need starting pitching. So they're there. Number four. Like, I don't think I don't think the Cardinals have like Miles Mikolas. Yeah, okay. But I, like other than that, I don't think I know anyone. And they got rid of Flair people too. Right? They got rid of Flaherty yeah. in the deadline. Who, where was Montgomery before? There. There. So yeah. Yeah, and Montgomery as well. So. So, uh, Cody Bellinger is at number four. Little surprise he's this high, but at the same year. time he had a great year. Thoughts Center fielder slash first base. Blue Jays are. This is the one name that they're eyeing. Um, but the fits based on fine sand is Cubs, obviously, Giants, and the Yankees. So our yeah, backup, Yankees. our backup to him is Jock Peterson, by the way, because we were trying to get a lefty power bat. Yeah, that's so, true too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, I could see that. Um, number five, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's on Philly, right? Phillies. Yeah. yeah. So his is Cardinals, Giants, Phillies. Cardinals, Giants. I'm surprised I'm not seeing like Orioles, Orioles or Diamondbacks in here. Orioles, Diamondbacks. Even Texas slightly because they have Jordan Montgomery's name's gonna pop up soon. But, but yeah. I feel like Texas is like resign. Like I don't think yeah. Texas needs to get anyone new. Josh Hader. Padres, I'm guessing. Is no, one. it says Angels, Phillies, Rangers. Angels. Yeah. Phillies as well. Yes. With Kai Kimball and then no clue. I don't know. I'm, again, we're going in order, right? That's what I I made. Uh, these are the top twenty-five. We're not gonna go through everything, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Sunny Gray, Braves, Cardinals, Twins. Well, Twins, yeah, hundred percent. Jordan Braves, Montgomery. Cardinals. Cardinals, Cubs, Rangers. Going back to the Cardinals, I, I guess. Like everything. Why is everything Cardinals? I don't know. Like mix it up. Is Mark Feinstein? Thro- are you a free? Are you a Cardinals fan? I'm like throwing an Orioles because Orioles yeah, do I have need it. JD Martinez, Angels, Dodgers, Mets. We don't really need him. So I'm not worried about yeah. that. Matt Chapman, Blue Jays, Dodgers, Yankees. Yankees third baseman. I think they could definitely use yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Dodgers, probably. I think Muncy was their third base, or Muncy. I think Monty played the third base. Would yeah. you sign Matt Chapman? Uh, I don't know. Let's just say he's getting. I don't know. George Springer money. Oh no! 
Because that's what he's probably... He's the best... Or, no, he's literally no, the first batter no, no, outside no, no. of Bellinger that I'm I named, I think. That. I'm not giving him that contract. Okay, so like, that's no, what I'm no. saying. Um, it's got to be Because he's probably going to get the command that much, for sure. So would you rather trade for Nolan or Ronaldo, even though we don't have anyone really to trade? We with the guy we traded. <laughs> the yeah. guy we had, we traded. Would you have traded... Wait, sorry. Would you have traded Gabby Moreno for Nolan or Ronaldo? Nolan or Ronaldo? More than Marshall, for sure. Yeah, for sure, 100%. I would have done it for Jose Ramirez. Uh, Jose Ramirez, when it were... Yeah, when he wasn't the when he signed his extension. Yeah, when we traded for Chapman that year, I would have done it for that. Okay, Jorge Soler is number 12, uh, 11, Cubs, Marlins, Orioles. So I don't know why he's not a hitter or a pitcher, but Eduardo Rodriguez, Orioles, Reds, Tigers. He's a left-handed pitcher. So Eduardo Rodriguez, yeah, okay, yeah. he he opted out. Jung Hu Lee, twenty-five-year-old center fielder, Giants, Mariners, Yankees. Why? I don't know why. Capita 15, by the way. Okay. Lourdes Gurriel. I'll look through the other names because there are some big names. Lourdes Gurriel. Braves, D-backs, Yankees. Um, 15 is... Okay, I'm a, it's a Japan, Japanese guy. Left-handed pitcher. Shota Imanga. Dodgers, Giants, Mariners. 16, Teoscar Hernandez. Brewers, Mariners, Mets. I'm confused with the Mets. That's the one confusing team of the offseason for sure. Okay. I think they're going to just spend big, right? <laughs> like uh, They're saying that they're not going to spend big this year, the following year. Maybe they'll try to get Otani and that's it. But yeah, I mean, if you get Otani, I think like, might as well get the Oscar as well. Yeah, like I just, you already paid us so much money. Uh, Wet Mirfield is on twentieth on this list. Thirty-five year old now. He's Blue Jays, Twins, and White Sox. He's gonna um, look for like a multi-year deal. Obviously, number, being at that yeah. age, twenty-one. I don't think we have mutually parted ways. So I doubt we bring him back. I, we're not bringing him back. Twenty-one. Marcus Stroman, Cubs, Cardinals, Angels. Again, don't know uh, to your point. <laughs> not the sure why. And uh, those oh, this guy is linked to the Blue Jays. It's the first Blue Jays name that came up, outside of the re-signing ones. Heimer Candelero. Do you know this guy? Third baseman. He got traded from the Nationals to the Cubs at the deadline. So Blue Jays, Cubs, and Dodgers are they're saying it for him. That's a Chapman. Had a career year, hitting 22 home runs with 70 RBIs. That's a Chapman replacement right there. He doesn't offer the same hot corner defense as Matt Chapman, but Candelario, Candelario brings more of a consistent bat, though. So yeah, how is- much are you gonna swap our infield defense for a bat? Hundred um, percent. Mm-hmm. I would do it. Now, Jack Flaherty doesn't have Orioles as a potential fit on this list. Okay. It's Nationals, Pirates, Rays, and then I'm trying to see if there's where's. Uh, wow, they did not have Tim Anderson on this list. They didn't have Tim Anderson in the top twenty-five. So obviously, names that I'm gonna look at that I think realistic. Um, Candelario could be a replacement for Chapman. They don't even have him in the honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> Tim Anderson, just because I'm just like. Uh, Yes, his defense is terrible. That's the thing, you're just, though. You're just, like, hoping for a bounce Do you want back. him and Bo Bichette to be your infield defense? That's the that's an issue. I there. don't want... Yeah. If it's defensively, I don't want that then. Because Bo is better, but he is... But if you're, if you're like... If he comes... Like, if he does have a bounce back, if he has a Tim Anderson year... Then, yeah. Then... He's he's the new Cody Bellinger. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's going to be on a one-year prove-it deal for any team he goes to. It's kind of yeah. like Marcus Simeon as well with a one-year he's under the Jays. Yeah, yeah. Because Simeon was coming off a bad year before himself. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are the big free agents. We'll talk about how it goes. But, yeah, no, for me, the Jays, again, just get power bats this year. Bring back to Oscar if you have to. Um, yeah, like, we'll get a power bat that could play behind Vladi that you don't have to pitch around Vladi. That was a key issue as well. Um, but Vladi himself was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, um, that's the MLB free agency. We'll st- uh, we have soccer quickly. So, very yeah, quickly, quickly with soccer. End off soccer, yeah. Um, first off, um, you want to just get off right off the bat? You get ready to go rant mode again? 
Yeah. With the officiating. Let's let's over, or do you want to go with the games? We've been quickly. going a little bit long here, but let's try to keep it as concise as we possibly can. But we're still, there's still a massive but, rant. Uh, huh? There's still going to be a massive rant. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. It might just go out of control. Out of, pretty much officiating across all the leagues, including the MLS, including MLB, everywhere, every everywhere, sport, everywhere. there's issues. But what we saw today in the Whitecaps playoff game, by the way, they're out, is insane. Overall. So it ended up with a 1-0 LAFC win. They advanced with a 2-0 best 2 out of 3 series. And they advanced to the next round in MLS playoffs. 1-0 controversial penalty call. Starting off Not a penalty. It's not a penalty. Because if that was a penalty, then the one that... The Lorea got yeah, yeah. was a penalty too. It's not, it's not a penalty at all. I don't know. Is there a VAR in this? Yeah. It couldn't have been overturned. Yeah. Yeah, so they messed up twice. I don't know how you do that. Because Will Ferrell is probably in the house. That's why. Uh, yeah, probably. Keeling, probably, he played on turf, by the he's way. He's probably on VAR. Yeah, Keeling, yeah. he's down on turf. And then, uh, obviously, poor officiating, just, you know, bad calls, like bad fouls here and there, whatever game. And then, we're just going to move on to the bigger moment near the end. A ref body checked. This is not hockey, by the way. A ref body checked. Well, even in hockey, a ref's not a lot of body yeah, check yeah. player. A ref body checked. A white cast player leading to a LAFC goal, but Over later ruled out for us. But offside. it would have been the guy should not have passed. It would have been a goal anyways. Yeah. But no, the key part why we had a shooting chance. Yeah, we had an opportunity. Exactly. That's the issue. Yeah. Right. Like whether we have scored or not, we will never know now. So basically, it was a, I think it was a corner kick. Ball pops out to a guy or top of the box. Guy's gonna run to the box and one time volley or something. And one like he's gonna take a shot on target. Yeah. Hopefully on target, but he's gonna yeah. take a shot. Yeah. Right. Um, the ref just backs up into him, body checks him out of the play. Doesn't even pull the blade dead. Let it go, and I think it was a three-on-one empty net. Obviously, that idiot just passed the ball offside, and I don't know how you're offside in the first place. Yeah, and because uh, Takaoka uh, was all the way up. Yeah, yeah. So it was like the goalie was up too. So, but yeah, um, Peter Galindo obviously went off. He's like, this is probably the worst officiated game I've ever seen. It was terrible. Um, every Whitecaps player during the game, Vanny Sartini. Vanny Sartini. Just search up a Vanny. Yeah. That passion. The passion that man was has there. Passion, right? Dude's and honestly. I can't blame him. No, I can't. I, like, he's running on the field after Listen, that thing, right? Like, do I say that was the reason why they lost the game? That moment? No, because they could have played better. But the officiating overall was horrible. I think Peter Galindo put a stat out that, like, the Whitecaps had less fouls but more yellows. And the other guys had, like, dealt well. Every player had, like, two fouls. They had, like, 18 fouls or something. And no yellows or something like that. So, it's, like... It's stupid. It was dumb. It was terrible. Uh, and, uh, and ultimately, then, if, it was, if it was repped properly, it will be a 0-0 game going into penalty shootout. And there was a chance. And then anything happened in a shootout. Yeah, because Takoka kept him in the game. But uh, on the flip side, let's bring the officiating back to Europe now, England specifically. That Arsenal-Newcastle game. And Before we get into that, I think Anthony Taylor got demoted to a championship. Actually? Uh, yeah. Wait, i got to Google this. Uh, okay, talk about the Arsenal game in the meantime. Arsenal, Newcastle. Apparently, they VAR three different things, things on one in goal, one goal. Yeah. So I'm assuming if you VAR three different things in one goal, something something wrong would have happened. Yeah, I think it was an out of bounds, a foul call, and then an offside, right? Yeah, you're right. By the way, yeah, I was a uh, demoted uh, to championship. The Surrey Soccer League commission. That's what he <laughs> told me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Arsenal and Newcastle. Obviously, Arsenal get their first defeat. Of the Premier League season, um, I think it was a missed red card. I think an elbow to the head for him, uh, a Newcastle yeah, player. I forgot who it was. I think it was Jolinton or someone. Um, Arsenal and New the the VAR. I'm just so confused. Like, how do you VAR three different things in one call? Right, like 
something something must have gone wrong. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm so trying to say. The out of bounds, I guess they used uh, their, uh, I think the UEFA technology and it confirmed that it wasn't out of bounds. I don't know. That's what I saw on Twitter. Um, then there was like a push that looked like a push. So that I think I would have called that a foul because it was the two hands. Yeah, because it was there as go. a Man United fan. There you go. And we've seen that shit go against us, and we saw what happened with Rodri getting a penalty. Yeah, that was a bullshit. Then it's definitely oh, yeah. a penalty. By the way, we're negative five on like VAR issues. So everyone's you know, saying that VAR is helping Manchester United. Yeah, bullshit. Especially, they're all just jealous of what happened back jealous, in the exactly. day, apparently, and they're using yeah, it because up. except for that one year, to be fair, yes. But then there were genuine handballs and whatever. Yeah, right. Like, the b- bubble, could, the, like the, the weird. COVID co- year, yeah. yeah. After that, we haven't gotten shit compared to City. Nothing. Bro. And stuff like, like that. Compared to any team. And then, league, right? uh, like I think Arsenal yeah. might have better benefit. Because people, people are saying because that first game, no, no. Thing, right at the end just because yeah one thing. little call wow whatever. yeah whatever but no um this is why I like Mar- Margot Bruch because he's actually definitely he is fair when it comes to like yeah. the whole Liverpool situation we've been fair with that yeah yeah so I think uh, I don't blame Arteta for getting pissed right no this is the first time he's probably experienced this that's for sure but uh he didn't go Vanny mode <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing right um yeah, no, I genuinely... Well, Vanny had nothing to lose because it was literally the last game. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unless next year follow thing. But no, I, I, I don't get it. I genuinely don't. Especially with... I don't know how it is in La Liga because we don't watch that league as much unless it's like big, big games. But Champions League has it decently down. Decently down because they were... Remember last there's not, year? There's not many... UEFA had it because there was an issue last year, remember? When he lost to Sucedad, they called the handball on Martinez. Off a deflection. That was Europa League, yeah. Yeah, but it's still UEFA, right? So, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, like, but like, yeah, I don't get it. Lead to like because when when I'm seeing like, um, so the United there was an issue with that one. You didn't wake up for the game. I don't blame you, but at the same time, I was, we still. scored three minutes in, and I get why Maguire wasn't off the position, but it wasn't like distinct. But then there was a player play where Akanji was clearly blocking a vision, and they gave it a goal. Now is it a Saudi thing? Because Newcastle Saudi, I have no they're, clue. They're playing, they're it may, it I don't get it. Like I generally don't get you the can't officiating. Get, okay, like there's a there's a thing, right? Like where you're just consistently shit. Yeah. Right. Obviously, we want you to be consistently good. But if you're consistently shit, at least the at least the game's being fair. Yeah. At least the game's fair, right? But you're making a right call in one game, in a city game, you're making a wrong call, and then a Liverpool game, you forgot you forgot to call it offside or onside, whatever VAR audio was again, and then uh, and then you make up the call in the next game, right? For the Liverpool, so like. I hate makeup calls because like you made a mistake, own it, just own it. Yeah, and then don't make it again, and don't be like, "What? Oh, I I owe you a call." Makeup calls a mistake again. That, yeah, like, you're making the same mistake again. I I don't get the officiating, and this is across all sports, right? But 100%. soccer specifically because it's like it's brutal. I feel After like soccer. Women. I feel like soccer has been the worst in my opinion. And I th- I, I, get, I don't get me wrong. We play like uh, sorry soccer league, and this shit goes it's fast paced certain aspects. But I think soccer out of all the sports might be like not as tough personally. Like, how would yeah. you rank it? Like, umpire's tough. Like, 100 miles per hour, like, it depends. NFL, it depends on where you're on the field. Hockey's fast-paced, but it depends on the situation. Because I think hockey has to be more clear-cut, if anything. Yeah. And then, uh, what's the last sport? Basketball. NBA. Yeah, okay, I don't know. It's, it, it, okay. I don't know, but either way, it's like, it's like, a tough job all it's across. It's a tough job. Like, we agree. We've, we've, we've rapped. We've rapped. It's a tough job, Right. But when you, you guys have, are getting paid millions. When you have replay <laughs> or, review, yeah, and you're still fucking up, yeah, that's an issue, right? Like if it was like what 2005, we're like, okay, I would have missed a call. 
okay, whatever, something happens, right? Unless it was the the whole point. Unless of, it was a disgrace game. The whole yeah. point of having VARs to cr- not have that situation, and you still mess that up somehow. I don't get it. I don't know. Like, we'll leave it there because we don't want to go. Say, on, so huh? We said we almost say like every week because yeah. we just been. That but this one bad. was like, this one was like atrocious. atrocious. Yeah, but like when, multiple situations. When you're saying a guy body check a player and yeah. not play the the ref and then not like, call it back like, for a, I don't think it was like. It's, what's the difference? Okay, what's the difference between hit, you, hitting okay. the ball at the, re- the at the ref, blocking it, and then that? <laughs> Genuinely, that, do you think it was intentional? What the ref hitting the player? I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just backing up, right? Yeah. But the issue is you didn't call the you play didn't dead call and give the, the ball dead, back, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what if that if the new rule if the, if the ref blocks a ball that has to be part of this. The ref can't block a player. Yeah. Right. So, uh, very quickly, the soccer though, um, like we said, a big res- big result. And it was a good weekend for Man City, honestly. Because Liverpool drew Luton Town last minute. Luis Diaz, shout out to you, playing with all that drama g- drama coming in uh, with his dad still not being freed, I guess. Um, they tied 1-1, though, to Luton Town at home. Luton Town at home. Excuse me. Um, Arsenal, like we said, lost to Newcastle. Man United winning helps this, too. When Man United won. Jeremy Doku had a game. Yeah. Um, 6-1 against Bournemouth. And then... Uh, I think Tottenham still Austin Villa play, upset right? probably two nothing. Austin Villa lost, and, and then Tottenham played today. Yeah, against they Chelsea. Played today, right? Yeah. So, yeah, those are like that side of things. Again, we'll bring up the rivalry of Bayern Munich and Dortmund, <laughs> which is like one sided at this point now. It's not even a rivalry anymore, right? Harry Kane's doing well. Bundesliga is so. not even a league anymore. It's just a Bayern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll cap it there though. Um, Champions League is back this week. So keep in mind, just watch out the games. Uh, the big games is the fourth, so it's getting down to the wire. Fourth one, right? Yeah, no, so yeah. Teams, some teams could already clinch their spot, I believe. Yeah. So um, with that being said, we'll cap it off there. Big guest video coming out this weekend. Stay tuned for that. Another two. We're filming, we should be filming another one on Saturday, so we should be getting two out this weekend. One analyst. One analyst, one actual Story. guest. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll probably know who it is. If you don't, you're lost. But... Yeah. Might not be, it still might be up, but just follow on Instagram. All updates usually come on our stories. But yeah, uh, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate you guys watching. Help us get to 200 as soon as possible so we can stop saying this because we're right there. That's why we're saying it now. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys follow all our socials and check out our rankings coming out this week for the NFL. And uh, with the, uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.